Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 14th of December 2023. This is The Gap, episode 691. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here. Job, it's the last podcast of 2023, this one. And it's a fucking doozy. It's a, it's a big one. It's a big one. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, last of the year. Last of the year. Crazy. Uh, not as big as our usual last of the year podcast. Uh, yes. But, uh, yeah, we'll be doing that early next year. Instead, I am mm-hmm. off to Japan on Sunday. At some point. Yes. Okay. Uh, very excited. Um, I'm very, <laughs> very excited. Uh, it's been my concentration, like all week, has just been at an all-time low. I've just, I'll like try to do a bit of writing and then I will, yeah, just start. I'll like, oh. Have I got my a SIM card, my eSIM sorted out? I should I should do that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, is there anything else I need? Oh, I should I should look up uh, Japan travel tips on Reddit to find out if there's anything I, I I haven't thought of. Oh, I should ask Barda AI. What are some unexpected things, uh, fun things to do in uh, in Osaka? I should uh, I should do this. No joke. Just do you some fucking work, you jackass. Uh, so yeah, it's been devastating for my productivity. But uh, hey, at least then I will be taking a couple of weeks of holiday. <laughs> yeah, I assume is not going to be very good for my productivity either. Fantastic. That's okay. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll come back at the start or at some point early next year yeah um but we will record a uh end of year show mm. um a shorter end of year show because oh, this stuff that we're talking about right now won't be on there That's um true. yes and um yeah we'll drop it in there at some point in in january hopefully and mm. try and see if we can wrangle some people into to talk about already lined their up favorite games Okay. Yep. Jungy Secrets. Right. Uh, he's keen. He's keen to join us. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah. And so we'll, uh, yeah, just change things up a little bit at the end of this year. And yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yes. All right. Well, let's get into this because this is a hefty big yeah. boy list. It is. There's, there's some things on a here. A big chunker. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is surprising because usually it's not like this at the end of the year. No, no, very true. Uh, yes, first off the list is Barton Lynch Pro Surfing. Uh, it's a, it might, be, I'll tell you what, it's, it's a hot favorite for sports game of the year. I'll tell you that right off the bat uh, because uh, every other sports game I've played this year has been fucking trash. Um, no, it's just fun. It's a um, it's a surfing game. I don't know like how else to put it. Um, last one I played was Kelly Slater, pro surfing, which was like back in the days of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater, like two, I think. And then I think they made Pro Skater two, and then they did Kelly Slater Pro Surfing, based on the same engine. Uh. And that was, I think that was made by Treyarch. This one is made by a um, 
a WA uh, company whose name I've forgotten, which is about par for the course, really. I'm just uh, looking it up real quick. Uh, Bungara Software. And, uh, yeah, it's it, – it, I think it's like, well, it's better than Kelly Slater, um, which – like in terms of vibes, Kelly Slater was a very good game, and in terms of uh, like replicating the feel of uh, Tony Hawk on a wave, Kelly Slater was a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, in terms of um, quality, it wasn't that great. Um, this one. I think it's it's a bit closer to like skate than it is to Tony Hawk, uh, if if we're to go with that kind of comparison, um, it's not hyper realistic or anything, uh, but it is attempting to do like a more realistic uh, style of surfing. You paddle out to to the wave. You you got to dive under the swell if you haven't made it out in time to catch a wave. Um, it like it fully details like the the rules of like queuing and stuff, uh, which I don't remember Kelly Slater ever doing. Um, there's no punch ons. You don't punch on with the bra boys or anything if you jack someone's fucking spot in the in the line and steal their fucking wave, um, which is a bit disappointing. I would I would have appreciated that, but uh, yeah. So uh, it just. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of fun to play. It's 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 so like weird from a um I guess from a visuals perspective because if you sort of like let your eyes unfocus uh it looks fucking amazing, right? As as long as you're not looking at the fine details the game looks really good. As soon as you start to focus on the really fine details, uh, it it kind of it kind of looks really janky. Um, but it's funny while you're surfing, you're sort of concentrating on a lot of stuff. You're concentrating on pumping up and down the wave, so you can get some speed up, so you can do some tricks and stuff, uh, and you know managing uh, your your spot in the barrel and all that kind of stuff. If I get any of the lingo wrong, by the way, I've never successfully surfed in my entire life. I, I've never successfully stood up on a surfboard. Uh, I've, I've ridden a surfboard. Uh, I've ridden a wave on a surfboard while lying down, but I've never completed the part where you stand up and then surf. Right? Uh, I, I believe what I was doing was um, boogie boarding with a really unwieldy boogie board. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I if I get any of the lingo wrong, it's because I'm not a surfer. I don't, I can't surf. So um, you know, I I think I know the words, but I might get some of the details wrong. I just thought I'd get out of, ahead of that. Um, I don't know who Barton Lynch is. The game's named after him. I got no idea who who that is. Hearing uh, he's a a pro surfer. I yeah, I assume. <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, like there's a there's a lot going on, so you don't actually spend a lot of time focusing on the on the fine details. The only times you wind up doing it is when you are like uh, 
in between actually surfing. And there is kind of a fair amount of downtime by virtue of it attempting to give weight to the parts of surfing that aren't actually on a wave, right? Like you can catch a jet ski to, to get back out to catch the waves and stuff like that. Uh, that's all janky as fuck. All of that stuff is janky as fuck. But as soon as you're on the wave, you're not paying enough attention. Uh, and yeah, it just, it just, it actually looks gorgeous. The water is like the water fluid physics and stuff. They look really good. And I just think they fucking nailed that shit. So um, from that perspective, I think it's done, like it's a really successful outing. Uh, but at the same time, I think if it, like when you see it in screenshots, it it looks it looks kind of fucking ass. Um, but in motion, it's it's very good, I think, uh, and it's a lot of fun to play. I like I really like it when there are like when you don't steal someone else's wave, but someone else is on the wave anyway. When you have the wave stolen, like I haven't tried stealing someone someone's wave, uh, but I have had it stolen. And when there's two people on a wave, it's fucking chaos, uh, and it's a it's a it's a really like delicate balancing act. It reminds me a lot of um, like when you got really good at Tony Hawk. I I know I said it's more like skate than Tony Hawk, but uh, when you get really good at Tony Hawk, and uh, the end of every round is you manualing past the zero second mark to keep the combo going for as long as humanly possible, and you've got that delicate balancing act. Um, like it just feels like that all the time, which is, uh, very, very cool. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. There's not, I mean, it's got no competition, right? There hasn't been a surfing game in fucking 20 years as far Mm. as I'm aware. Um, but like... Yeah, if if you're after a surfing game, I think you yeah you could do a lot worse than this. I just noticed the price is seventy three dollars. Uh, like from that perspective, it's a probably a six at at best. The like it's it's technically very good. I think that's where it succeeds. Where uh, maybe the the rugby or rugby league games never really did, right? Like the rugby and rugby league games kind of look like shit sometimes and like could be fun if you played them with another person and both of you agreed to ignore the basics of, of football. But at the end of the day... Like, there were too many bugs in those games. I haven't noticed any, like, major bugs, just, like, animation glitches uh, and nothing for the surfer once they're on the wave. The on-the-wave portion of this game is is really good. Um, but at 73 bucks, it's... Yeah. That's too expensive, in my opinion. This is a budget game. Um, this is... Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah, I would criticize... Big Ant, the same way. This this is being priced to come up against other fucking AAA sports games. So mm-hmm. it should be better than it is, if, if I'm being 100% frank. Um, 
Yeah, which, yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. I hadn't looked at the price at all. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, what's interesting is uh, I've, I've been looking at the name of the game, Barton Lynch Pro Surfing, to try and see, like, look into what's this person and yep. not to, like, detract from what they've done in the past. But um, yeah, they, uh, it's, they're an Australian professional surfer that retired in, like, 1998. Oh. Um, and, like, I've been looking to see if I could find like a ranking, like top surfers in the world, like of oh, yeah. all time. And I've looked at a couple pages and can't find this person on there right. at all. Mm. So yeah, it's just weird that like they've gone with an Australian, like even from an Australian perspective, there's other names that I feel like I, I'd recognize as opposed to that. Mick Fanny. Right? Yeah, sure. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Why does it need a name? on there unless he's involved with it in somehow yeah i haven't noticed i don't if he's one of the judges uh i you i didn't know it um yeah like i kind of tried to ignore the audio as much as possible the fucking the music loops really fast so i turned that off quick uh and the judging in the what do they call it the wsl which is kind of the core focus of the game, uh, the the commentary or judge voicing. It's just fucking frustrating to listen to. I sort of kind of tune it out. Yeah, because uh, I thought, oh, maybe it's the person on the cover. It's It doesn't look like <laughs> them at all. Right. So I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, bitterly disappointed by that price. I was going to say I'd recommend it, but not at that price. Not at all. Um, yeah, at half, I would actually probably consider it. I'd, I'd be like, maybe at 30 bucks. Yeah, for sure. I think. Um, but yeah, 70, 73 is too, too high for this. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. All right. Well, um, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Let's keep going here. Uh, Let's PUBG. Go. Oh, PUBG has a new map. Rondo, tell me Rondo, Rondo, Rondo. Um, it is pretty lame, if I'm being completely frank. Uh, it's like a, it's like Sandhawk and Tago had a baby. Uh, and I don't know that if I were a professional map breeder, that I would be attempting to breed those two maps. Uh, I would probably go for, you know, a, a probably breed cross-pollinate two good maps. Um, but whatever. Uh, Tago, you know, isn't bad, bad. It's just, it's got some some dead zones. Uh, and Sandhawk I hate uh, with a passion, but it's not the worst map in PUBG. Uh that's Karakin. So, yeah. Uh, Rondo has a couple of Tago's worst qualities. Uh, it's got water areas that lead onto flat land with zero cover for literally hundreds of meters, uh, which is just, I don't understand why. 
Like not even visual cover. It's literally just flat land. What the fuck is the point of that? Right? Like, so you're just dead. If mm. if the circle goes in that direction, you're just fucking dead. Uh, what else? Uh, it's got this city. It's got this city uh, that, and it looks like it's this big city that you go to uh, until you actually go to it. And it turns out the city that you can see when you're parachuting is just a an element of the skybox. This big, like, Macau-looking city with, like, neon lights and stuff. Looks really cool, and you're floating towards it. Uh, and we'd all pinned the city to go to it. And we were all flying uh, in, parachuting in. And uh, we all realized that we'd, we'd gone past our fucking... Where we'd pinned on the map, we'd gone past it. And we looked down, and the city on the map, not in the skybox, is this, like, little lame bunch of fucking buildings most of which like might be 10 stories high but have nothing on top of them and only three levels are accessible and they're all at the fucking ground level so they're fucking pointless uh so yeah that was that was pretty lame um yeah i don't know it's i, I, I just don't think it's a, a very good map but that said uh me heath and uh Peacock, Drew Peacock. Uh, we had a round. We we're playing squads and uh, landed. There was another squad where we landed, which is good. Me and Heath got, or well, me and Heath both killed one of them. Uh, I dropped a second and then uh, I got done. Heath got done. We got flushed because I had been flushing. And then, um, yeah, Drew had to, like, cap the other dude, but the blue had arrived. And he was sort of just doing it out of spite. But he kills the last guy, grabs our uh, our, our respawn chips, and heads over, calls us back in, right? But he is fucking ages out of the zone. Heath and I land at the only houses still in the fucking, in, like the circle uh land i get like an sks and nothing and uh, like a chest uh heath gets i think like a micro uzi and a and a vest and that's and that's it we got like fucking nothing these houses had nothing uh drew comes flying in uh stops and then another fucking car comes like straight behind him we blap him blap this dude uh we have to flush. The circle's moving. Uh, we don't really have a choice. Flush, go to look at him. He's got, he doesn't have a helmet. So me and Heath still don't have a fucking helmet. My vest is all fucked up now. The dude's, the other dude's vest is fucked as well. Uh, so I check it out. And uh, yeah, like we're just, we're in a spot uh, of bother. And then the circle is... We've been circle fucked. It's on the other. It's just on the opposite side of the of the current circle from us. We have to shift, hard shift to our north, and hard shift uh, to a point where the circle is sort of split across this river on one side uh, versus the other. But about sixty percent of the circle is north of this river, and forty percent is on the south. And so we're like, ah, uh, we got to pick one side. Let's just we'll, we'll try and like jump 
this river and see if we can get across uh, and uh, see if we can live to our best. Uh, we we go for it, and that's when we we encounter the fucking two three hundred meters of just dead dead man's land uh, either side of a fucking body of water. But luckily, nobody's looking in our direction, so we sort of just drive our cars, our vehicles into this fucking water, and then swim across to the north. We get up, we run up. There's still gunfire. There's about five or six teams left, but we're not under fire inexplicably. Uh, despite, I, I thought, I thought we were dead walking out of this fucking river. But no, because like, we literally had to cover like a hundred meters of just nothing, of just flat fucking dirt. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we come on up. There's a team just in front of us, facing away from us. So we blap them. Uh, still no helmets. Uh, yeah. We still don't have a fucking helmet. Uh, my vest is full cracked now, and we have to make it across this valley, a valley to another set of hills. Uh, our, our, like, we just have to fucking... We just have to send it. Like, we didn't have a choice. Uh, we had nowhere else to go. The circle moved sort of away from us, but it did stay on the north side of the river. Uh, so there was a team on the south side that they had to make it across. Uh, the team on the mountain that we were assaulting, they were trying to they were trying to hold the south guys out, which was the only reason we managed to get across. But they did notice uh, that we were coming, like just as we got to the mountain. So uh, I think Drew got downed uh, just like getting to the cliff face, uh, and I downed one of them. We get Drew up, uh, and that's when the South team finally made it across and start firing. And there's got to be, like, only three teams left at this point. Uh, Drew's got no vest now. I've got no vest, no helmet. Uh, Heath has no vest, no helmet, or, like, 10% vest, no helmet. Uh, and we've just got whatever we fucking picked up along the way. Uh, absolute fucking garbage. I have 10 fucking first aids for some reason because uh, I just like grabbed whatever was on a corpse when I was running past it. Uh, so I got 10 fucking first aids. Turns out it was it was good. Uh, we get up, we loop around this mountain, this mountain that we we're at the, the bottom of. And we come up and uh, the team that was trying to hold us out and trying to hold the South team out uh they're in a bit of a, a state. They've got smokes down and they're trying to fucking patch up. So we uh we kill them. Uh yeah, we kill them. I'm at fucking fifty percent health. Drew is at I think seventy five, hates it, fucking fuck all. Uh but we also don't have time. We realize there's only one person left. Uh and we we are not in the circle. They've got the circle. And we have to crest a hill to get into the circle. So we're, we're sort of fucked, right? Like we can't stop and heal because the circle is actively closing. Uh, we can't distribute heals. We can't do any of that shit. We just have to fucking, again, just send. And we did. Uh, Drew got down, Heath got down, and I got I fucking capped a dude. Uh, it was fucking amazing. We won. It was fucking sick. It was the full like respawn victory with absolutely nothing. Uh, and we still managed to get it done. It was fucking sick. It's very cool. But 
Rondo's still a shit map. Anyway. So there you go. PUBG. Fair enough. PUBG. Yeah. All right. That's PUBG. Hey, Rondo. Um, moving on, the finals uh, went 1.0. We've talked about this game before. Yep. Um, I guess we've. I've, I've also played a little bit of this one. Um, we haven't played together, but um, I think I saw some videos of you playing with some people, or was that just Discord posts and stuff? Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think I posted any videos of me. Oh, okay. Playing. Might have been other people. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you've played it a bit. What yeah, yeah. I've probably played like four or five matches at this point. Um, just oh, that was JB Zio and and Nachos. That video, right? That, that was a cool one. Um, yeah, that was that was a good one. Yeah. Um, so I've not. I obviously talked about this when we played the. Uh, beta um i like the movement system and all that sort of stuff in it i think the shooting feels really good um was this like x battlefield or something yeah. developers yep. okay yeah um because like the it, it sort of it does have that vibe to it like it's got that there's something about it that makes it feel like a, a battlefield game um i really like the destructibility in the game th- that they've put in there it, it definitely feels like you know the the battlefield destructibility as opposed to what they've like the older uh battlefield one slash um like was it 19 what was the, the one with the really good destructibility Back five no oh, i don't know one and one and one and five i feel like had good destructibility i mean yeah we well, sort of just level building. uh oh yeah but like bad company two was the fucking pinnacle of destructibility in in that series. Sure. They they toned it back after that because they felt like it impacted the gameplay to an, a negative degree, but they were wrong. Hmm. Yeah. So this is a, a three versus three versus three arena game um, with a bunch of a couple of different game modes in there. Uh, the one that I've been playing the most is like you basically have to capture a vault and then uh, bank the earnings that you get. And if you do that uh, twice, then you win the round. Um, But while that's all happening, the actual vault that you're defending or or capturing is um, uh, revolves usually around an area that is surrounded by some sort of destructibility as well. And so it's about trying to figure out where your opponents are coming from and then also trying to not like get squashed by incoming grenades and worrying about certain parts of the wall destroying behind you and revealing your position and things like that yeah um so the actual level itself is sort of evolving over the you know 10 minutes that you're sort of playing um which makes us some interesting gameplay decisions um you know you could be defending a point on the second floor of this building and then the floor, the floor gives way and now you're on the first floor mm. and having to defend that point um so yeah I, i've i've been enjoying aspects of it like i i think it in terms of its movement and its shooting it feels really cool um i just haven't played enough to really get a grasp of what the i guess the um 
like how competitive it gets later on. Um, I, I didn't play like any ranks or anything like that. I was pretty much just jumping in casual mm. and just shooting people, carrying, carrying people to victories. I think I played like six games and maybe won all of them right. single-handedly. It was ah. very good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, I can like, I think it's got potential. Like it's, it seems like they're going for a, you know, everything's, I think, cosmetic based from the looks of things like I can see in there. It's very goofy, um, but it, it just feels like it feels fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't like playing it. I don't like solo queuing. Uh, I was, I did have a good streak at, at first of getting wins, uh, but then I got paired up with just the fucking dumbest cunts alive. And uh, it, was, it was extremely frustrating. Uh, like just just people who were like legitimately like chasing kills as opposed to anything objective related. And so I would be, I'd like go try to steal. We never successfully carried the, the cash to the point. I got like 90% of the way there multiple times and then I'd get killed because my dipshit teammates were elsewhere. Uh, and then someone else would start it, which is fine. It's not that big a deal. You can steal it whenever. But then I'd go in to steal it and uh, my teammates would be off who the fuck knows where, not guarding me. And so, yeah. Uh, I would die and we would lose. And I got to a point where I was just fucking, as soon as I saw them running after kills instead of fucking like actually playing the fucking objective, I just left the game. I'm just like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. They can play with two people. Um, Cause yeah, I just, it's just too frustrating. Uh, speaking of frustrating, I do not understand why when you're capping back the safe, for the turn in why is there no overtime on that i don't why would there not be overtime on that fucking situation it just means that if like if it reaches a certain point there's no point even trying to contest you can't win. yeah yeah like it's just fucking yeah. stupid there should be a like a reoccurring or like a resetting timer where you've actually got to tap it for you know like hold it for 15 a 20 yeah. seconds yeah as opposed to being like there's 10 seconds left and if you can like cap it with you know just in the moment like nobody else can win yeah at that point yeah y- yeah it's, it's and it doesn't matter bizarre. if you die like you literally throw your life away to to do that to get that win mm. and then you die and your entire team's wiped uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter, right? Like you, you should, yeah, yeah. You, sh- you should a the count. Like you should be able to cap past the fucking end of the timer. Uh, it should just continue to tick. And if if you get interrupted at all, inclu- like mm-hmm. including like shooting, the floor gives way and you drop by out, which like is a good way to interrupt uh, that shit. Uh, and is the essence of what the game's about, right? Yeah. Then. Yeah, interrupted at all, it's game over. Whoever has it, won, right? But also, I think, yeah, like you said, yeah, you should need to hold it for 15 seconds afterwards as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a real fucking odd move, that one. I'm assuming they'll change that at some point. Like, it just doesn't. It's it's weird. Because it worked that way in the the beta as well. 
Um, right. And it does feel like it should have some sort of, like you said, call it overtime or whatever. Yeah. But capping past the point and then having you like hold on to it for 10 seconds without anyone yeah. taking it back. Yeah. Like if, they, if someone comes in and can... And and then resets that overtime again, and all right, well, let me start again. And yeah, eventually, yeah. like that that way, at least you're like doing something, yeah. as opposed to just throwing a body at the last like twenty seconds, hoping to wipe the team, and then just capping it with yeah. the last second. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, there's OC servers now. Uh, there was a bug yeah. on day one where there were not. OC mm-hmm. servers. I did some testing. I had a ping of 180. Uh, so th- that flat out isn't a fucking Sydney server. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, they fixed that. It's got OC servers. It's much, much better to play now. I, I have a real problem with fucking um, map readability though. Like the, because there's like a delay when you're using. Even with with the good ping, there's like a delay. Uh, we're using zip lines and shit. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it definitely uh, feels like it to me. And so I've I've like I keep running past zip lines now because like where I press the zip line and where I am when I'm on it is not always the same. Um, so yeah, I keep missing them. There's a bit of a readability issue there i had to turn the fucking commentators off because they were annoying as fuck apparently the ai voices as well so fuck that um yeah but otherwise yeah it's fun playing with other other like two other people is good fun uh especially when you all start to like click uh mm-hmm. and, and everything's working well yeah that's good yeah yeah we should jump in at some point yep rolls them people um anyway yeah no like i just i think it's just there's something about it like it feels good like the the movement and the um the shooting you know it's not it's it's very arcadey it's Mm. super arcadey um but it still feels really nice so yeah and i think it's got a, a really neat aesthetic to it or a look to it as well so yeah uh and it runs really well as well which is great considering yeah. like there's a lot of destructibility and all that sort of thing yeah um all right anything else you want to add no no all right that's the finals uh it's out now it's free to play you can just jump and grab it uh on pc yeah i don't think it's on consoles right at this point i don't know it's got cross no so- uh oh maybe it is on it says here it is well, there you so go. There you go, but it's done. It's done really well for them. It's uh, it's been at the top of the charts for the last couple of days. Um, peaked at a hundred and something thousand players when it launched. Yep. Um, so yeah, hopefully that just means there'll be some longevity. We'll see how that pans out. Mm. All right. Um, next up, we've got Alan Wake Two. Uh, I've been replaying this. So during the start of the week, they dropped the um. Final draft update, which is update 13. It adds into it a uh, new game plus um, with a new uh, nightmare difficulty. Um, and basically, when you start this, it's, uh, you can actually choose which difficulty you want to play it as. I'm playing it on literally the lowest difficulty so I can get through all the story stuff. Um, 
and you retain all of your unlockables from the previous game so all your uh, weapon unlocks or charms um, any of your upgrades that you've got you can bring them back into the game once you get to uh, a certain point it's like chapter it's very early on. once you basically get to this when you're able to save the game um, all that stuff unlocks uh, and on top of that when you're going through and like collecting uh, lunch boxes or like words of power um, even if you've collected those before you can then grab the same ones again and then add them to like oh these are the upgrades I've missed previously and so you can kind of just like double dip basically and right. and upgrade the stuff that you missed as well it's not like restricting you in terms of what you found before and what you haven't um, so uh, the reason for playing this is um, I will not spoil the ending of Alan Wake 2 but there is a story reason as to why um, what this mode entails uh, and basically it is giving you um, new manuscript pages that come in um, additional video content and so you'll you'll uh, get like various bits of information as you're playing which lead to what is happening in the game currently compared to what you've seen previously um, and you start noticing things um, and I, I guess playing it a second time even without that stuff it's super fascinating to see all the um, like the bits they've laid into the story that sort of lead up to the end and not even just the end but like uh, once you like once you finish that and you get an understanding of where what you've just played it's like going back and yeah seeing those breadcrumbs in there but also seeing the the steps leading up to that and the things that yeah it's hard to talk about with that without spoiling it but yeah, there, there's yeah, so yeah. there's so much in there that, that i'm like oh okay yeah this is really like it's yeah they've clearly sam Lake's clearly paid like a lot of attention to detail of going through this multiple times and then like layering in all of these story elements in there mm. to like nod back to players like these are things that we're building upon um and then it gives it like more meaning the second time you play it which is is really cool and you see some films that sort of do that where like the the more you watch it the the more it sort of um like leans into it a little bit more uh and, and unravels the story a bit and and uh rewards like multiple watches and i think that's what this like game is doing yeah but also um uh but also what this is doing is evolving the story yet again in another way yeah. um and I, I will probably talk about that more um next next year once people have maybe had some time to to play it a bit but um yeah i'm i'm quite close to um the first um i don't know what you call it like there, there's two playable characters saga i'm pretty close to completing all of her stuff at this point I'm going to jump back in and finish um, the rest of Alan's things. I think I've got like three levels I've got to get through for Alan's, which I'm looking forward to because I really Alan. liked Alan's. Um, there's there's two, there's a level in a hotel there that I think is just fantastic. And I'm looking forward to, to jumping into that level in particular. Um, but man, putting it on easy, literally everything dies in just one shot, oh, yeah. which is really good. Because I, because um, I, I thought it was difficult on on normal. Yeah. Um, and so being that was like one of the complaints I remember for control, there was no difficulty that the players could mm. really mess around with. And so this is the type of thing where I could give it to 
somebody else that maybe doesn't play um, a lot of video games and they would be able to have fun with it still because yep. um, it's not going to give them a hard time. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm super interested to see uh, how this thing ends and then how it leads into the uh, the DLC that will be coming up, I guess, some point next year. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I, I just like... I. I the story in this game, I just love it so much. The leaning into the, uh, you know, the Sam Lake playing multiple characters, um, you know, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know his name. I should know his name because I think he's, he he does a really good job. But the guy who plays like Mister Door, um, and just like his character and how that is connected to the other Remedy games, and then um, Iceman and how he is connected to the other <laughs> Remedy games, like. The whole layering of all their stuff coming into this one universe, I think, is just uh, really fascinating and, and uh, a very interesting way to, to tell a story. So, yeah, I, I'm super into what they're doing here. So, um, that's Alan Wake 2. It is called Final Draft. It's a free update. Um, so, if you've played Alan Wake 2, you can jump in. Or just, I'm sure people will post the, uh, the differences and... Um, whatever happens at the end of that game um, on YouTube, if you want to go check that out yep, without playing it. But I, I do think it is a rewarding experience going back a second time and, and seeing everything uh, again, all the stuff they put in there. Um, yeah, like Sam Lake is just, I think, a phenomenal... He's one of the best gaming writers we've got. And I, I might talk about this later in the news, but... Um, yeah, his vision in terms of what he's doing compared to the amount of screen time that like Kojima is getting these days I think, <laughs> yeah. is um, outweighing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. Mm. All right, so that's Alan Wake 2. Very good. Um, cool. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is now out ne- uh, at this point in time. Um, I talked about it, it was last week, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I sort of compared it to like, I think it's one of the best far cry games i've played in like a decade Mm. it's like a solid six seven out of ten far cry game which compared to what i've played in the last decade for far cry games uh i gave six i think a four out of ten or 4.5 out of ten can't really remember on survivor right um and so i I, you and i played through that one in co-op i i didn't like it we played through most of it in co-op yeah um wasn't a fan uh far cry 4 sorry far cry 5 i enjoyed the um story elements of that but it was getting uh kind of repetitive and so uh, for me i think avatar was about the exploration in the world it was something different um uh like aesthetically it looks very different to what we've done and so i just enjoyed fucking running around with a bow and arrow um so i've been playing a little bit more um on that one and basically like just doing uh outposts like clearing outposts that's the the game at its best yeah so you you you, sorry you said you've been playing cop right yeah so what's that what's that like experience like how does that sort of work i mean you have to play through a fucking good 45 minutes of the game before you even unlock co-op which is very annoying uh but once you do uh it's pretty seamless like uh we had one uh fuck up uh where i think 
Nate was oh, hosting and his game crashed. <laughs> and then so we lost progress, which is like we both lost progress. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like messaging Luke. I'm like, you fucking said it was better than Far Cry, but I haven't got any of my progress. Uh, yeah, your problem was having Nate host, yeah. whose PC is a is a potato at best most of the time. It <laughs> crashes on everything. No, it's fixed now. That's why oh, it's we're fixed doing now. it. It's fixed now. Oh, okay. It's fixed now. Uh, yeah. yeah anyway, Gavin's uh, mate come over and fix it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I still think Gavin's mate is Nate. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, when it was working, it was actually, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. We were just like fucking about. Uh, you got those like those plants that spew like green shit and explode uh, mm. when you, when you shoot them, uh, baiting baiting each other into fucking getting exploded and shit because there's no there's no friendly fire, uh, so it's all environmental damage. Yeah, so you just got to trick people into dying uh, from from stupid shit. Um, I was I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it when I was playing it on my own. There's that you start. Like you have to play up to the bit where you go to the clan. There's like some clan, a Rahi clan or some shit. You have to right. play up to that bit, which includes you have to play like the full false intro where you climb to the top of the mountain and then it's like Ubisoft presents Avatar mm. Frontiers of Pandora. Right? But like that was I did not think that that was a very good, very well done mission. Uh, that shit, like climbing to the top of that mountain, I I literally just jumped, I like Skyrim jumped my way up that fucking mountain. Uh, yeah, it's and, very forgiving with that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, but also I couldn't like, I I got confused like the path I was meant to take. I took mm. like the wrong path at one point, uh, and it like led me and like to a drop off of a cliff or like I jumped for where I thought I was supposed to go and then sort of slid down this fucking cliff and I kind of would have had to start all over again and I'm like oh fuck this and I just start jumping into the fucking wall and he's like bloop, 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 bloop. yeah uh, like vaulting his way back up the fuck and I'm like well I'm just gonna fucking do this all the way up fuck this shit uh and I did there were a number of times where it told me that I was out out of the mission area um, which I thought was pretty funny for an open world game, but whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, got to the top. I'm like, geez, this game better fucking pick its fucking act up because I'm hating this. And then joined in, played a bit with Nate. I'm still not really feeling it. And then we went and did uh, an outpost. And I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. Yeah, this this is fun. This part's fun. All the rest of that shit can go fuck off, but like sneaking the outposts and blapping, blapping motherfuckers from stealth, fantastic. Mm -hmm. I have not fired my assault rifle once. Oh, I think I did. Mm. I think I did during one of the like solo missions. I just like emptied it into a plane that was flying in, and it didn't really do anything. I'm like, oh fuck this shit. Never sure. using it again. Uh, and yeah. Uh, so I've got yeah. I do have a shotgun, uh, but I also don't use that because I'm always like everything. Everything dies in stealth, and that's. Yeah. Do you that's, get a heavy bow? Yeah, I got the heavy bow. That thing's fucking yeah. tight. Um, yeah, that's that's the game. 
at its best. It's all the other shit that I'm not a huge fan of. I don't like the fucking... Why do I have to keep fucking... Why do I have to keep fucking cooking? Why do I have to manage my... my what's what's with the food system? Who thought that was a good idea? Right? You don't have to. It's it's like a... Um, it just gives you energy when you're out of combat. Or health out of combat. Yeah, but health. like... Yeah. Health. But like the whole energy thing and it pops up and says, oh, you need to eat. It's just annoying. Like, what... What's the benefit of that system, right? Like, can't it just give me health out of combat like every other fucking game does? Why do I have to fucking eat? Hmm. And well, so what happens is the um, the stuff you start cooking later on will have like bonus status effects to them, right? And and as you get more energy, it's like, oh, now I've only got to cook, you know, once every forty minutes or something, and yeah. that stuff, like. At, at the start of the game, it's like every, the very basic food, it's like every 10 minutes. Yeah. And then a couple hours in, it's like, oh, I can cook this legendary yeah. thing. It's like 25 minutes plus gives me bonus stats to blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, it, do, it does become helpful when you're in combat and you're getting shot because you take, you take damage pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, you do get so, shot. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and it just looks cool. So, like some of that cooking stuff looks cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I, uh, don't really get the plant thing. Like, I don't really understand the point of the whole plant thing. It's what do you also mean, like looking at it. Well, no, like, no, no, the game's oh, gathering, gathering fruit and you got to like pull it in a certain direction and only when it's raining yeah. or whatever the fuck that shit's. Pointless. Are you uh, playing mouse and keyboard? I am. So I yeah. also don't have a fucking rumble feature to be able to tell where the fuck I'm supposed to be fucking pulling these plants off, what direction they want me to wank these plants off in. Uh, yeah. um, I think that's a thing you sort of miss with the not having the um, like a controller. Uh, but I think at the same time, it's very forgiving because you're playing on PC. Like it's not, it's mm. not like marking you down. Well, you can turn it off for that. Yeah, you turn it off. I just- um, well, the idea is that like you can get more pristine um, fruit, and then that can yeah. be used to, like, it affects the amount of time that the uh, energy you got. So cooking, it means that yeah. you're cooking it less, I guess. Um, and then it's like you can pick it during the rain or during like specific the day or the night or whatever. Yeah, weather and yeah, um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I usually just grab it and fucking yank the mouse around, and whenever it looks like it's moving, I'm like, well. <laughs> But yes, playing it, because I have played it using a controller, I know there's quite a bit of a difference that you get that feedback. Well, it actually tells you at one point, like, you'll know- shows you. You'll know the correct way to to pull it when you feel the rumble, and I'm like- Yeah. Well, that's going to be a challenge. I got one of those mice. (laughs) Was that a thing people did at one point? Like, fucking rumble mice, and then that lasted like 20 minutes? Mouse with rumble in it. Let's see. With rumble. Surely that was like a someone made that at one point, and we're like, "This is dumb. No one's buying this." Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Is there any? Uh, or have no, has nobody done it, and we're about to make millions of dollars? Um. It doesn't seem like. Oh, the Logitech I Feel Immersion Mouse. Oh, yeah. It like, like tickles your fingers. It's discontinued. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I guess they didn't take off. Anyway, you can uh, pull plants off. That's the moral of this story. Seven ten. Look out. Uh yeah, you can. Yeah, you can wank plants off. Um, yeah. And it looks good while you're doing it. How does it look on your potato? <laughs> <laughs> it looks good on my potato. Uh, yeah, it is just a gorgeous game. And they've got such a distinctive art style and they really fucking nail that shit. Uh, it runs really well too. Uh, like, yeah. I'm only playing at 1440p. So. Sure. It doesn't need to work too hard. Uh, but yeah, I think most of my problems with it are just... I to me the avatar world is inherently silly and so I have a really hard time taking anything in it seriously but everything mm. in it is played with such sincerity that uh it just it just feels so fucking goofy to me uh yeah. and I know like the least you could do is sort of buy into a game's world but uh I like if, if it was if it wasn't attached to some the avatar films yeah. right <laughs> that I think is silly, then I would have a much easier time suspending that and and buying in. But because I know the Avatar universe and I think the mm. Avatar universe is goofy, like I can't. I, I'm just, I have too much trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But that. have you noticed how like how fucking good looking those models are of all the Avatar people oh, yeah. compared to like the actual people? Humans, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is crazy it's like ah okay this is yeah like they have absolutely nailed that yep. it looks so good and it's because it, it's that brain thing right of like we know what people look like and yep. so we're like that looks a bit silly like we were playing um ready or not earlier and i yep. thought everybody in that game looked ridiculous <laughs> um but then in like avatar i'm like oh this person looks looks really fucking good this this like avatar, this, this navi person, looks amazing yeah. Yeah. and then they're standing next to like you know, a four foot human, and yeah. you're like, that's what is that? <laughs> the rest of this game is so pretty. Gremlin. Where did you find a gremlin? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's it's fun, but uh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and it does, when it works in co op, when your host isn't crashing, it does actually do the correct version of co op, which is awesome. So that's good. Uh, but yeah, right. it's just it's just a yeah, destroy outposts. Um, like yeah, if you if you got a month of UPlay Plus, mm. I reckon I reckon you could probably have a pretty good time with it. Right? That, Did you unlock your bird? Your pterodactyl? No, I'm I'm at that mission, but I didn't. Right. Finish okay. it. Yeah. Uh, it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried about how it will run on my PC. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's um, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. It is available now. Uh, Lego Fortnite is also available right now. Yeah. Was this a stealth drop or something? Like, I'm not too familiar with what happened with this. I can't. I think it was. I can't work it out either. Right? Like, it just sort of showed up. Uh, Lego Fortnite, everyone's fucking losing their tits about it. I, I've been playing it with Johnny Bravo. We got a little fucking world going. Uh, there's stuff to like about it, but it's like, it's fun, but it's kind of shitty. And 
like I just don't understand why it exists. Mm-hmm. Basically, right? Like so, I guess you know Fortnite saved the world, fell flat on its face. Uh, never really, you know, never really got off the ground at all, and was immediately replaced by Fortnite Battle Royale. So I guess what they're trying to do is go back to that because that's what you're doing here. You, you, but but your Lego characters, your Lego characters, and it's a Minecraft ripoff essentially. Uh, so you roll around and you punch down trees to make an axe, uh, pick up rocks so you can make a pickaxe with your punch down trees, or uh, and then you make like buildings and you need shelter and to like to do things and uh yeah like it's a survival game you, you've got to manage your food when night falls things get spooky uh like more monsters are about uh and stuff like that like it's a survival game it's 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 babby's first minecraft right but minecraft is already a game for babbies so i don't understand why you would need like what I don't understand. I don't know what purpose. Why does this game exist? What hole in the market is it filling? Because it's also literally identical to Fortnite Save the World, right? In that it's kind of a shitty version of Minecraft. I just, yeah, I'm at a loss, right? There's a lot, like, I had fun. I had fun playing it. But at the same time, it's kind of tedious. It's not great. Uh, like, and also, like, there's there's all this stuff that doesn't make sense. Uh, like, fucking, oh, my God. So, you know how you guys in Satisfactory always, like, build out your foundations and then you build everything on top of foundations, whereas I just build things. I'll just build a thing on the ground wherever the fuck it'll fit. You guys make these big giant platforms and shit to build on top of, right? It doesn't work. It doesn't work in Lego Fortnite. You can't build pre-made structures on top of your own fucking foundations, which is absolutely bonkers. It's fucking Lego. What the fuck do you mean I can't stick those Lego blocks on the fucking other Lego blocks? It's Lego, goddammit. Just let me fucking do it. So, yeah, we build out a big fucking platform. And it turns out, yeah, we weren't able to fucking do that shit. Absolutely goofy. Um, what else was there? There was, like, you... Uh, there's no, like, trash items button or function. And so your inventory management is just a fucking train wreck. It is an absolute fucking dumpster fire. You kill, like, skeletons will show up in the night... And they'll come attack you with fucking pickaxes. They always drop pickaxes. And they're always like at 5% health, these pickaxes. If you run over the fucking skeleton, you're fucking... Like if you kill five of the cunts, suddenly you've got five fucking pickaxes taking up your fucking... Your, uh, your inventory. And you can't junk those things. Like what the fuck are you supposed to do with them? We're going to make like a, a room... Well, well, there was a game we played where we had a room where we just dumped everything. I can't remember. Like, all the junk. 
uh, junk stuff and we just dump it in there. But whatever it was, Skyrim. It's a terrible <laughs> it's a terrible solution to a problem that shouldn't fucking exist. Just let me delete things. Good lord. And like, yeah, you spend a lot of time fucking about with inventory. Uh chests aren't big enough to be really worth it. You got like ten slot chests. I haven't seen any way to get more fucking uh basic inventory slots. Like I haven't seen any way to make a fucking backpack or some shit. Um, but we haven't been prioritizing clothing, I guess. Uh, like, yeah, it's, I, I feel like inventory management should be one of the most, like one of the things you spend the most amount of time on in a fucking survival game. Cause players are going to spend a lot of time interacting with their fucking inventory, but they haven't done shit in this one. Um, so yeah, that's kind of annoying. Uh, what else? Oh, there are some cool effects. Like there's some cool stuff. We we went through this cave, this really long cave, and when we came out, it was the fucking the dead of night, and uh, there was a lightning storm, and it was just like fucking lightning everywhere, and it was like really actually kind of scary. Like the effects were really impactful. Like, like it's in Unreal Engine five. Uh, but, like, it's not like it was Lego lightning. It was, like, kind of real lightning. And it looked really good. And the fucking the thunder crack uh, as it came down was fucking a, a boom, an earth-shattering kaboom. Uh, and so, yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, I thought that was good. Um, there's these, like, brute dudes, these giant fucking enemies, and they can really fuck you up. Um but like they sort of just like destroy things around them as well. And so we were baiting them into destroying a bunch of these fucking cacti that we, we weren't able to destroy yet. Um, so that was kind of useful. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I just, I don't understand why it exists. Uh, I had fun, but it's because I was playing with someone who's fun, not because the game itself was fun. It was like... I think if there was a catchphrase for me and JB playing Lego Fortnite, the catchphrase was, why doesn't it do it like in Grounded, right? Like so many fucking things. We we're just like, why doesn't it do what Grounded did? Uh, and there's, there's just no, there's no good answer for that, right? Like uh, when you're in the desert, you lose health. While you're like too hot, you lose a quarter of your health, a quarter of a heart, uh, every tick. But if you're standing in the shade, that that doesn't change anything. Like there's, that's that's some real basic shit. That's like a whole mechanic in uh in grounded is like making sure you're in the shade and shit. But it just doesn't exist here. And yeah, I don't know. Trees grow back really fast and through your buildings for some fucking reason. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, it just, I don't know. It feels like it's barely out of fucking alpha. They just launched it uh, and they don't really know what they're trying to achieve with it. I just don't, yeah, I don't know why you'd play this instead of Minecraft or Grounded 
or Valheim or like a fucking dozen other games that just do it all way better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, anything else you want to add? Nah. All right, that's Lego Fortnite. It is out now. Is it is it free to play as well? Yeah, it's free to play. Right. When you download it, you literally just load up Fortnite. It just right. loads Fortnite. Then it's it's basically just a module in Fortnite. Because I played the the rocket, the rocket racing. Is it? Played uh two races of that as well. One of both. Easy clap. Uh, and that is exactly the same. Like oh, you, you're just sitting in Fortnite, and you can go play battle royale. You can go play things called box fight or some shit. Uh, and it's it's sort of like Roblox, right? Like it's now a, a game that holds a bunch of different games. Uh, is Fortnite and Lego Fortnite is one of those games. So yeah, hmm. there you go. All right, um, cool. There you go. You can check that out. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. Oh. Um, so uh i got to check out a preview at ubisoft for this one um a while back and it is a um i don't know did you ever play like how familiar are you with prince of Persia? did you play the originals or was it like sands of time when you came in what's your sort of i played the it? originals on the pc yeah uh, but i didn't really get into them okay. um but yeah, so I would say Sands of Time was my proper introduction to Prince of Persia because that, that's the first time it really gripped me. Go cool. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I remember distinctly playing like the first Prince of Persia growing up and, and the second one. Um, something that they did really interesting with that first game was like, and a couple of old all the like um you know 80s in particular games would do this where it was like i'm restricted you have to try and beat the game in a certain amount of time and prince of persia was one of those where like you had an hour or so to try and get through it right and then that was it and if you didn't do it you had to start again um and so that was like a a game i distinctly remember playing and then i also remember um prince of persia 3d which came out in the late 90s um and that was a bit more of like an adventure game with a bunch of platforming uh and then it was like all right sands of time sort of changed things up and and introduced the whole like um time mechanics and and rewinding and that sort of thing uh in a really interesting way on top of the adventure elements and then like they've done a couple of sequels since then and for like the past i don't know 12 11 years or something um Prince of Persia has kind of been dormant it's like yeah. nothing's really happened since then and there's been rumors of like it's coming back and someone's doing it doing something and it would never sort of lead to anything uh, and so we got that I think it was an announcement last or sorry this year um that a new Prince of Persia game was in the works and uh yeah it's super close it's basically coming out at the start of next year and I had a chance to to play a couple of hours of it it's something that's really surprising and it didn't click until um I sat down and saw 
a presentation, but it's it's being made by the the Raymond's Raymond's team, the Rayman Legends, right? Um, which <laughs> makes I guess a lot of sense when you look at it because it is like a two D a two point five D platforming game, um, and on top of that, it's perfect for this franchise because that is sort of where Prince of Persia originated from. It was a two like a, a side scrolling yeah. platforming game. Um, so it's going back to its roots of like similar sort of style in terms of the way it looked um but it's updating it in terms of making it like a metroidvania style game with some really neat um visual elements and also taking a studio that is very familiar with developing these like 2.5d platformer games um yeah and uh i was extremely surprised at how well this game uh plays and so you are you are not playing as the prince of persia you're playing as um uh a character named sargon who is almost like part of um like a royal guards or like this this clan called the immortals um and they get tasked with uh rescuing the prince who goes missing um after a tutorial in the game uh and at this point you're sort of introduced to the combat mechanics and how things work um you know how to how to platform and jump around um and you end up in this mysterious place that is a maze-like structure um that is very metroid style you know you're going to certain areas and being like oh i can't I can't get past this thing and then it's the type of stuff where later on you'll come back and be able to get past it because you've gotten some new ability or some way of being able to get past it yep. um so there's just a bit of a backtracking all that sort of stuff a lot of discovery and exploration to try and um you know move forward uh the combat is is pretty basic in terms of like you can mash x and you'll be doing a couple of combos and you know if you're the type of person just wants to mash x and you'll probably get through it pretty fine yeah. uh and then you jump into like the combat training session and it just goes like super deep in terms of like the amount of uh combos that you can pull and so there's like directional buttons and then pressing you know a certain amount of clicks and then you know pressing a or something like that and so um as you get further and further into the game it teaches you new ways to uh like interact with the combat system um and that allows you to fight enemies in different ways and maybe take them on without getting hit or take on even more enemies without getting hit um so there are levels in terms of its its combat mechanics and how deep it gets and it was a lot deeper than what I thought it was going to be initially. I thought it was just going to be like, you know, press, you smash X three times and that's your combo. Um, but it, it opens up quite a lot past that. Um, and then from there, you are, uh, yeah, you're, you're basically like roaming around and exploring these areas and uh, picking up like these charms that you're equipping onto yourself, which allows you to um, have different types of abilities and you can... Um, uh mix and mix those up depending on what sort of gameplay style you want um there are a, a boss fights that i came across at certain times that i could jump into and and play with which are really cool like a ton of puzzle elements because it is a um because it is a platforming game so there's tons of tons of puzzles that you'll come across some of them are 
are super basic because they're on the sort of mainline path and other ones you'll sort of discover for yourself and then they'll be a, a lot more trickier like stuff from classic prince of persia games you know spike traps and and uh you know pressure pads that do insane things um so there's there's plenty of that in there and then there's like um yeah basically a ton of characters mysterious characters you sort of interact with um that you'll i guess learn more about as you progress further into the game but at this point like i don't know a ton about them um there are some twists and turns in the story that happen which i didn't see coming i was uh looking a completely different direction when this showed up and thought it was going somewhere else um yeah they they like left us on a cliffhanger when this thing ended yeah and I was like, are you fucking, like, that's where you're going to leave us? Like, right here? Like, yeah. what? I'm so interested where this story goes. Yeah. Um, and I am, I've, I've not watched many trailers. I'm going to assume, like, time has a bunch to do with it as well. Like, I feel like they're probably going to be leaning into the Sands of Time yep. sort of stuff as well. Um, but I also just don't know because it's... Um, yeah, it, to me it seemed like like something that was maybe not part of Sands of Time, but also I don't know. Like it seems like something that's new as well. Um, so I, yeah, I'm very interested to see where that sort of stuff goes. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, super impressed by what they showed off. There's like a ton of um, really interesting platforming elements that are in here. Um, some engaging puzzles. The combat seems super deep and detailed. Um, like I spent just so much time exploring and running around and trying to get into areas that I couldn't before and then backtracking um, and that sort of stuff. And then you eventually start like unlocking new abilities and new weapons as well that you can sort of tinker around with. Um, I don't know, man. Like it's, I didn't know what I was sort of going to expect, but it wasn't as much as what it turned out to be. Like I, I am super amped for whatever, um, for when this game comes out, because it seems really cool. The same sort of way that like Ori in the blind forest surprised people. And, mm. um, you know, like Rayman legends and all that sort of stuff. Like I really enjoy these like 2.5 D mm. platforming adventure games. Um, and I do think like the pinnacle, of the last couple of years has probably been Ori in the Blind Forest or Ori in the what is, Will of the Wisps was the last one um, I don't know if this is going to reach sort of that potential because um, those those games are just such like a visual feast um, and, and they get like super hardcore in terms of their platforming yeah um, I guess we'll see how deep this does get but uh, yeah it's just uh, I was super surprised I think this is like the perfect fit for them like oh yeah if if something needed to be done with um, print the Prince of Persia IP, and this is just like such a good place for them to stick this because it's it goes back to the roots of Prince of Persia, mm. um, but it also like brings it up to date in terms of something that's sort of fresh and interesting that we haven't really seen this series go before. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm super stoked for for what I've seen so far and. Um, it feels like they've, from what I saw, they left us on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger yep. and there's going to be some sort of mechanic that comes into it that's just going to change the game up. Uh, and I'm really interested to see what that is. 
So mm. um, I, re- I haven't had a chance to see what other people have said. I think previews went out uh, today. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to guess and say people liked it because I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I watched a, like Ubisoft put up a gameplay overview video. Right. And uh, I was not keen on this game hmm. uh, from what I'd seen about it before. But yeah, like everything you've been saying and everything I saw in that video, I'm fucking in, man. I love my Metroidvanias. Uh, and I played, you know, I played a lot of them. I've talked about a lot of them on this. Uh, and this looks like it's exactly my kind of Metroidvania. You know, the high mobility Metroidvanias uh, are my fucking bread and butter. It looks fucking sick, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm definitely like this wasn't really a game that was on my radar much at all. Yeah. Um, but it's um, you know, not in terms of like oh. You know, this, this is like something I'm really keen, but now I'm actually like super interested in it. And, and what a way to kick off like next year with yeah. that yeah. Um, in January, which is really cool. There's a so, demo January 11. Okay, cool. Well. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope it does well for them because like um, they need a win. <laughs> I feel like Ubisoft yep. needs a win with, with, with some of these games. I think they're taking a chance with with Prince of Persia. Mm. Um, and, and I hope it, uh, it pays off and I hope it, it you know, and I hope it ends up being good because, uh, what I saw was super promising. So, mm. yeah. All right. That's, um, Prince of Persia, the lost crown. It is coming out really early next year, uh, in January. Um, so keep an eye out for that one. All right. Ooh. What else do we have here? This is still me. Okay. Uh, skull and bones. Um, so more Ubisoft stuff. Mm. Uh, I had a, a chance recently to go to um, the uh, Ubisoft Singapore office and check out Skull and Bones, which is being developed uh, out, out of there. They're leading the team. Um, what do I talk about first? Let's talk about... Um, so I did a studio tour oh, yeah. uh, while I was there. So I got cool. to meet um, a bunch of the team leads um, that are working on it. Um, they then took us through, um, one of the floors in the studio, introduced us to uh, a bunch of the team members, uh, uh, a couple of different departments. So we basically, um, kind of started off with like the art team, um, like concept art. And right. there was about three or four, um, people in that team that talked to us about like, um, looking at historical uh skull and bones is a pirate game all right people that don't know it's a pirate game um and so like talking about historical looking at historical pirates things like blackbeard um using reference material from that and then how they went about designing um the art uh that they were going to be using in the game and so they showed us like a bunch of uh drawings and things that they they'd taken and how then how that um artwork sort of translates into what the other teams are using um i've done a couple of studio tours over the years i feel like it's been a while since the last one i'm trying to think um it, it was it's it been was, a while since i've done one too it's been a really long time like i guess we didn't travel anywhere for fucking we, yeah we didn't years. travel for a while yeah um 
but so, like some of the studio tours I've done in the past have been to like Gearbox um, or like uh, um, for Axis, I've done a studio tour there. Um, this was definitely like more talking to the team. Um, right. Other times I've done it was like them walking through the studio and, and, and describing elements of it and that sort of thing. This actually gave like team members a chance to talk about what they do and, and show us some of the things they've been working on and a bunch of the processes that they use and, and how their pipeline works. Um, I, we weren't allowed to take like video and that sort of thing for of obvious reasons, but um, yeah, that, that sort of stuff was super interesting. So from like the artistic standpoint and like concept phase, they then took us over to like, oh, this is the team that's working on like, um, like modeling and, and like where they take some of the artwork and how they turn it into like a boat um, and how these how they they've built systems in there to make the boats work um before they would it'd be the type of thing where you, where you construct a, an element of a um a ship you would um if you were to make the ship in a model rather than like being oh i've got to move this mast somewhere like it doesn't look right here maybe uh, someone says oh we need to add a, a third mast to the ship or, or we need to move some sails or something um, or maybe the weapon placements aren't in the right spot rather than them like starting from scratch and being like oh, I've got to move all this stuff around they've procedurally like built all of these elements so they can pull them apart um, and so they can actually just like move a mast and it will move everything along with it so all the sails move and all right. the, the ropes are attached that will move out of the way um, if they're moving like cannons the holes in the actual things will move around and so you no longer it's no longer like moving all of these different types of elements that are on the ship um, because they're all reacting to each other in a, yeah. in a way. That's weird. Um, so they talked about how they built like systems in place to handle all that so that when they go in and they create more ships in the future or come up with a new ship, mm. like all that stuff's there and they don't have to worry about like going in and doing it by hand every time they want to make a change to the actual ship. They don't have to blow it up and start again. Um, and so they would like pull apart all these ships and show us like all the elements that goes to make a ship and how they all react with each other and that sort of stuff. Um, and then, so they took us from there to, um, another team. So there was like the, um, uh, the, the quest design team as well, uh, and how they go about working, um, with, with their elements and taking like stuff from the narrative team and incorporating into what they're doing um and then having like all of their systems in place and how their all their pipelines work in terms of where their missions are set how they sort of want to uh, have play, players move throughout the environment um and, and like looking at all right well this is sort of our our where the game starts and this is the journey that we're taking players on and you get a really good sense of like where the players will end up going and where the the missions are and, and all the backtracking it's all it looked almost like a uh, like a mind map but in a um like a, a very visual way i guess like displayed on an actual physical map of the game uh you know with lines coming off each other's and different colors and all that sort of thing um which is really cool um yeah and they sort that's of that this well. this went on you for about saying shit that's weird to me what's weird i don't know like it just like it just it just this this it just strikes me as weird man 
Game development's weird. It, it does. This particular brand of it does sound kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so we, we were up here for a, a good while and they... Um, yeah, they took us through a bunch of different departments and just sort of showed us like different aspects of what they were working on and um, yeah, and how they make certain things come to life. Um, so that was really interesting to, to sort of get an in-depth look at how um, that's sort of made. Um, and then we had a bunch of presentations with uh, a couple of people. So the... Um, Senior senior producer um, gave a talk. The game director, um, the narrative team, um, the audio team, and then the uh, lead technical director, um, who was nicknamed uh, Mister Water because he's been working on water at Ubisoft for right. over a decade. Um, so he looks after all their like he does other stuff apart from just water, but he's sort of the guy that has um, headlined the water tech in in a lot of ubisoft games over the last right um you know since basically like black flag um and all that sort of stuff so then they they uh gave us presentations on a bunch of the elements that they've that they've worked on um there's a few things i can't talk about at this point but um basically for the last like year um, they've been quite obviously skull and bones have been developed for a really long time right um yeah and it is uh something that was sort of spun off from from black flag the uh the pirate assassin's creed game which people really liked including me um because they introduced like ship combat in that game and, and being a pirate and exploration and all that stuff was really good like really enjoyed the um all the elements that they had in there it uh felt like a lot of fun and so they've been trying to uh capture that for quite a while now yeah um and i remember seeing skull and, Blo- skull and bones at uh, e3 one year it might have been like 2017 ish yeah. yeah around about then but it was i it was yeah it was there <laughs> on the floor play- playable um and so it's had some uh, a bunch of uh, reboots and they they've gone back to the drawing bench a couple of times to try and figure things out mm. um and so this was like a, a basically like a look at what they've been doing for the last year and a half trying to sort of reboot it and, and some of the milestones they've pushed in like the last six months and how things are going because uh skull and bones now has a release date um it was revealed during the game awards of february it's very soon mm. um there is a closed beta about to kick off as well right um yeah and so uh we had a bunch of presentations and then they took us in and we got a uh, ton of hands on with the game as well and they basically started off um right at the start of the game which is uh, is where the uh closed beta is going to kick off um something that's a little bit different in terms of like what this is doing and what other pirate games are currently doing um i guess their biggest competitor out there right now is sea of thieves Sure. Uh, see if these yeah. came out and uh, uh it, it was super disappointing um but they've been working on the game for a really long time mm. and that game is in a fantastic spot right now yep. um 
Yeah. Uh, so just to sort of kick things off, it starts off with like a, a massive battle um, where you are uh, basically taking on way too many ships. Mm. Um, it's a really nice looking game in terms of like from a, and I'll probably talk about this later on, but from a, um, you know, visually, yep. uh, the ships all look, look really nice. The way that they, the destructibility happens, all that stuff is really pretty. Um, the water looks fantastic as you're sort of gliding along in your boat. Um, so all, all that stuff is visually impressive. And then uh, you're taking on way too many ships. Your ship gets destroyed and you are basically left with like a rowboat at this point. Um, and you're tasked with going around and trying to rebuild your pirate empire. Um, and so you end up sailing off into this uh, shipwreck and having to start your quest of being a, a pirate king once again. Um, and so you eventually end up meeting a couple of key people that are going to be playing out in this campaign. Um, and they are people that uh, you start getting a bit more familiar with. And that's when you start getting uh, some some more powerful ships if you start um, increasing your, your, I guess, rank in this world, being a pirate legend. Um, yeah, and so you, you, you're starting off with like a pretty basic ship when things going things start going um what i wasn't sort of expecting was the amount of customization that you can do um i opened up like the weapon the weapon wheel on the ship customization and was like there's like literally hundreds of different types of weapons you can sort of customize on, on here um and so as you start getting into that you're able to go to like a, a blacksmith and start unlocking different types of cannons um and each of these cannons have different positives and negatives and some of them behave in certain ways um some of them are used for like shredding you know sails and others are for uh causing certain status effects on ships and making them flood and things like that yeah. um or you can get yourself mortars on the back of the ship and uh, you, you've, you're very much able to customize it in, in interesting ways to sort of suit your your play style yeah. um, as you're out exploring. Um, and on top of that, you can actually uh, jump in there and also um, be like a support ship if you want to do because you can play it with a team of people. And so you don't necessarily have to be on a DPS there is like a tank and there is a you know a support ship um right you could play it solo if you wanted to you don't have to play it by yourself but you can jump in and play with other people if you want um and so uh for the most part i was pretty much just exploring but these are all different ships right they're not on the same ship as you right they're not all they everybody is their own ship yeah they're yeah. all solo yeah. ships yeah yeah um, you are a boat, basically, for the most part. The, yeah. There is like a third-person element of the game where you can run around and, yeah. you know, explore towns and all that sort of stuff. But when you're a ship, you're a ship, and that is you. Uh, and the other ships that are around you um, can aid you in whatever way they want, or you can just roam around and do your own thing if you feel like it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the thing that I was sort of surprised about was the, the amount of uh, 
customization you could go in there and, and like physically like change out your weapon placements and um unlock all the different types of things that you could put on your boat and all that sort of stuff because i i kind of expected the to be like cannons and that was about it and then when the screen popped up i was like oh okay this is actually quite there's a lot more going on yeah. than what i thought there was going to be um and it wasn't just like cannons it was like you start pressing lb and it takes you across to the next you know to the to mortars and then it's across to the next one and the next one and each one has like dozens and dozens of different um types of uh, uh we- weapons that you can unlock and and grab and on top of that there's like different ammo that you can sort of load in there and you have to you have to be on top of your ammo um as well you've got to make sure that you've got enough on you before you go out um you know enough in reserves and all that sort of thing sure. which is um you know resource management uh yeah and so while you're doing that you're going out and, and doing quests you're a boat that's doing quests um there are different ways that you can complete some of these quests some of them are just like you can be a pirate if you want to um there's a you know some rpg elements in there in terms of like when you're talking to people you can go down the whole like pirate route or you can be like i want to be doing trading and 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 following trade routes and um those sort of things will show up in your map and you can go like ferry items from one port to another if you want to or you can then go to those same trade routes and intercept other boats that are potentially you know taking something taking something from one area to another um and just do pirate shit they might be protected by a bunch of other boats um if they've got some quite valuable items in there or they could be just like um you know by themselves but word will get out at some point sort of like your you know your pirates start ranking and then people will start coming looking for you and your you know bounties will be placing your head and that sort of thing um and so there's all that sort of stuff in there you're doing quests all that fun thing uh, you're leveling up mm-hmm. as you're getting um rewards for completing that these quests that's when you're going in and then like upgrading your boat to new levels and uh including new uh things on there that would that allows you to level up the boat or you can just go and create a new boat if you want to you might get a new schematic or blueprint that unlocks and um you go build that and get that kicking off um it's got all the stuff in there in terms of like uh you know sail speeds and looking at the winds and how fast the winds are going in which direction and trying to figure out like you know the sea of thieves thing like pointing your your sails in the right direction to go quicker um it seems like the smaller boats do behave in terms of like being the faster ships there were some smaller boats that i saw out there that were like um starting to beat me in a you know as they were trying to get away if i was trying to attack them um but at the same time like i i came across a boat that was like two three levels higher than me um that i accidentally started a fight with no not accidentally i i tried to start a fight um it put its sails down and just was like, I'm fucking out of here and just took off. Oh, and yeah. I couldn't catch it. Um, there's like a bit of strategy elements, the actual ship combat as well. Um, you know, because your weapon placements are on certain sides of the deck, depending on what you've got on there, yep. they could be used for certain things. Um, I might have, uh, you know, the shrapnel ones on the front of the boat. And so trying to angle it, like doing almost like a fish move. Um, 
uh, they, they they didn't like nobody from the team came up and said like you should play it this way yeah. they just sort of things I was figuring out was going but like trying to angle it so that you're sort of rotating backwards and forwards between your your different angles to line up those shots yeah um, which was which was interesting to sort of figure out uh, but at the same time there are you can find like weak weak spots on certain boats um, you know being able to shoot certain things a couple of times may trigger like a fire on their boat. Um, or may start flooding them and all, all that sort of stuff and so um, yeah you've got to sort of play your uh, your battles in the correct positions rather than just being like well I'm just going to circle strafe this boat and hope that I sink it because um, you can definitely get overwhelmed I got into fights where there was like three boats and it was just like just getting absolutely shredded um and then having to be like, all right, well, I need to get this thing done. And so like teaming up with another person to try and help me because you can be out in the water and just be like, I need help or, right. or like you can sort of point at them and then you can jump in and they can help you immediately. Um, and so we did a, I did that once or twice where, you know, there was a, a, a quite way too many boats I needed to get through. Um, and so we would sort of just team up and deal with those boats and that would make things a bit easier as we were fighting through. Um, yeah, so, I uh, did a bunch of quests. Um, what I, one of the things that I, I, I really liked about it was like the amount of detail that is in the first person mode is amazing. It's so good. Um, oh, yeah. I, and I, I, I forgot to ask them, but it's something that I, uh, I hope they do is just like a first person only mode. Cause, um, at the moment you are you are you can either do like third person boat you've got your uh crow's nest which you can flick across to to see in the front of the boat um you know if you can't see if you're in that third person mode or that first person mode it could be a bit difficult to see what's in front of you especially if you're trying to get close to something um so you can flick across that crow's nest view straight away um but that first person mode is just so good like because you get your entire crew that is on the boat with you which is like you know a couple dozen people um maybe 20 people on that boat they're all working like all the elements of the boat there are people that are firing the cannons or like you will go around a corner and people are like hanging onto the ropes on the boat because they're they're being pulled in a certain way like too hard and you start see them like sliding around as like a wave hits or something and some of them will get taken out and they're like scrambling to get back on their feet um and it just looks really cool from a, a first person perspective as that is playing out um and then you've got them like singing sea shanties and all that sort of stuff and um i think that the first person mode is superior to the third person just because the something about the view or like being in that you know that that vision of very down low and seeing the waves come in and yeah. all that sort of stuff just looks really really neat you know you can see the the wheel of the ship there um and it just gives it a different look and a different feel compared to being like a third person like you lose a lot of that detail when you're in that uh third person mode um yeah so but it still looks really nice but um yeah i i just hope that's something that they they consider uh, as feedback um yeah and so uh what else is there um the the water tech is really interesting so they've obviously updated it from um like i said they've been working on for like a a decade now um 
something that I found quite different compared to like um, Sea Thieves is that there is a bit of strategy to like where you should be angling your boat compared to where the waves are. At one point I was like taking damage from the waves because I was like running at them head on. And like, I really probably shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, it's a giant wave. Yeah. And it wasn't a lot of damage. Like it was very, very minuscule to the point where you barely see it. Right. Coming up on the thing. But it was still telling me at that point that like, hey, you're fucking going over speed humps at like 100Ks. (laughs) You probably shouldn't be doing this. And it probably maybe takes into effect um, because it was a preview setting, obviously that can change, but, um, yeah, there's, there's obviously something going on there in terms of like the game wants you to, to tackle that sort of stuff in a certain way. Um, and, uh, yeah. And also like you get into situations where there are very low waves that are coming on and then there could be like a storm you get into and then things started getting, start getting a lot more hectic. You know, you're having a a ship battle and you can't see the other boat because there is just a wave in front of you. Um, Or you'll be aiming at a boat and a wave comes up behind you and all of a sudden your aim is just like completely off. Uh, And so trying to manage a lot of that sort of stuff out in the middle of the open sea is a lot harder, Um, which I thought was really interesting. Um, And for me, the way that this game ended, like literally the last moment of the game, I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Um, Which was, I was in the open ocean and a thing called a rogue wave started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I just went onto that like head on and was like, fuck it, let's see what this thing does and went straight into it and it killed me immediately. (laughs) Um, It seems like the type of thing where you're supposed to get out of the, uh, it says you're supposed to get out of the way. And uh, I, I did not. Yeah. I just went. This is like when we're in. I was in the middle of a battle with uh, another ship. I sunk the boat. Oh, and yeah. It popped up on the screen, being like, "A rogue wave is like one of the most dangerous situations in the sea." You know, um, you should consider bracing for impact, um, or, or make sure you like angle your boat in a certain way yeah. to maybe try and you know ride it and i was just like fuck it let's go let's go straight into it and i spun the boat as soon as i got towards it um yeah and it just took me out it just the the ship just exploded and that was like all right cool that's my that's me done um (laughs) nice which is a really neat way uh one thing i I do want to mention uh which i think is is quite neat it it is a singaporean studio um and they've put a lot of like attention into local culture Mm. for this game because it's it's set around that area as well it's set in the um like indian ocean um so they and they've got a, a, a deep pirate history over there um and so it is a little bit different from your traditional like hollywood type pirate stuff as well and so they've taken like a lot of their local culture and tried to inject it into um the game and, and try and represent something that's a little bit different than what we normally see because we don't typically see um a lot of uh games set in that sort of region you know which is um most stuff is set you know in the u.s uh, for the caribbean most part. right yeah or the caribbean if, you, if it's a pirate game for sure yeah uh, um yeah, I or Pandora. 
Or Pan or Pandora. I, I wouldn't. I'd play a pirate game in Pandora. Um, <laughs> or maybe that's what the second one will be. Uh, yeah, we'll the second there. Skull and Bones. The twenty forty five. No, Avatar two game. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I um, I enjoyed my time with it. Mm. I uh, it's it's definitely got me more interested than what it was when I first heard about it. Sure. Um, I think that when like you were just a young boy. When um, I was 17. Yeah, when you were 17. <laughs> uh. Yeah. For, for me, like, I I think that the notion of this being um, a Sea of Thieves competitor has sort of gone out the door when yeah. we first started seeing, like, the what they were doing. Yeah. Because um, when Sea of Thieves were announced and we were like, oh, this is... Because I remember playing, you and I played that. We were so, we were so disappointed. Oh, Because it was just like, this is just so shallow and, yeah. like... I don't think the ship combats. What do they call like, No Man's Sea, right? That's what yeah. I called it, right? No Man's Sea. It's there was kind of like treasure hunting and ship combat, and the ship combat wasn't that great, and yeah. everyone kind of solved it, and I was like, oh, whatever. Um, whereas I think the ship combat in this is is a lot more interesting, like because it just seems like there's a bit more um, variety that's going on from what I've seen so far. Um, but I also don't know how like repetitive that's going to get um, it doesn't I'm need hoping- the same like it's 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 constructed different right like you you need a certain level of uh readability and fidelity if the yeah. player is manually doing things like loading cannons and stuff like that like there's yeah. a there's a mechanical aspect that you need to keep simple but intelligently engaging that i think see these really like walks that line very well but when Mm. you when you come back out when you draw back out and you're able to control the entire ship yourself then you've got a lot more room to do more interesting things right and i think they it gives them the the element of being like all right you're not just fighting one ship now we're throwing a handful of them at you and like now you've got to manage that as a mechanic whereas sea of thieves is very much like Oh yeah, there's it's, two ships. We just fucking die. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll just fucking die. Right. Um, and then you've got to worry about like people boarding your ship and like oh, repairing it. Like, there's a lot of elements there. Which this is um, not trying to do that. It's trying to do the you know. It's trying to do what Black Flag did did and um, trying to take that that part combat or the ship combat and expand it out a bit with a bit more exploration. There's you know there's treasure maps and. You know, at one point I was given a treasure map and I read it and I was like, any other day I'd be into this. Oh, yeah. But I got like a couple of hours on this bad boy. Um, you know, let's go try and do as much as I can yep. in the limited time that I've got with it. Um, rather than me being like, maybe this isn't even in this part of the map. I'm not too sure yet. We'll come back to it later. But yeah, there's a ton of variety in there. Like I said, there's the... Um, you know, treasure maps and going out and being a pirate. You're creating ships and managing those ships. Um, you're you're meeting different types of people. They've all got stories that they can. Uh, they've all got story arcs. Um, yeah, it it definitely seems like if you're the type of person that enjoyed the pirate stuff, or well, sorry, the ship combat stuff in Black Flag, mm. um, this is sort of who it's catering for. And it 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 reminds me more of the people that are into like. Um, like World of Tanks or something like that. Yeah. Like that sort of audience. Like a bit more 
like it's not as stressful not as stressful as a first person game yep. where you're having to try and manage like all of these different things and run around and do it you're kind of just like it's all there ready for you to go um yep. yeah it looks really nice but like it's so hard to get a gauge when you've played like four hours of a game um or three hours of a game um in a you know preview setting um I guess the good news is that people will be able to play this because it, there is a beta that's about to kick off. Right. Um, and uh, if they want to check it out, they can potentially jump in and have a look. But it, it's absolutely piqued my interest more in terms of what, you it's know. It's funny I, I wanna... that you would say it's so hard to get a gauge mm. when you, you're playing at one of these preview sessions. Yeah. Do you remember the last preview trip I went on? Uh, was it Anthem? Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was, Luke. Yes, it was. Anyway, we might revisit that concept in a couple of months. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's... Uh, I'm, I'm... I just want to see, like, how deep this game goes. Like, what sort of things is you'll be doing. Yeah. Um, how much story there is there and um but yeah we definitely revisit because there's stuff i can't talk about at this point yeah um but there yeah there's more things i can talk about at some some stage in the near future cool. um but yeah just like the one thing i went out is first person mode because yeah the the way it looks <laughs> is so good yeah. uh i just love the little bits and pieces that they throw in there of like the interactivity of the crew members and all that sort of stuff um yeah so we'll wait and see and i got i got some really cool interviews as well i had a chance to talk to pretty much everybody that i talked about before creative director yeah. producers the water dude which is super fascinating we talked about like um his thoughts on like ai and how, how that will sort of change water tech in the future and, and where that's sort of going right. um or like even what you know, using NVIDIA and DLSS and, and uh, or um, ray tracing and water and how that'll change things. Um, yeah, because he went in, he did like a whole fucking science presentation on water, basically, and how yeah. uh. they've done water in this game and, and how water behaves differently in certain areas and how it looks differently depending on how, what the type of area you're in. And that's all dependent on how deep the water is and refractions and reflections of light and... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's he's a super, um, very much a nerd, a water nerd. <laughs> um, so yeah. that stuff is really cool to talk to people that are really passionate about yeah, what they do. Um, anyway, I'll um, I'll wrap that up there because we got a, we got a ton more to get through. But that's Skull Just and Bones. Real yeah. quick, how is Singapore? Yeah. How is Singapore? Um, do we didn't get really a whole lot of time. I was there for uh two nights, a couple of days, mate. Yeah um yeah. uh and we all got sick so there's that oh really fuck no <laughs> yeah when we got back everyone was sick That's weird. um but it, it was hot like yeah. 20 i think it was like 28 and um, humidity was like 90 fucking nuts oh, it was that, fucking oh, yeah, that's insane rough. that's pretty rough. yeah um they had a really really nice office there um yeah. i think they said I feel like this is public knowledge. Um, they told me anyway. There's like four or 500 people in that office. Um, and, uh, you know, most of them are... Uh, well, the, the team that we saw working on um, Skull and Bones, and then they've worked on 
you know, a bunch of much like other Ubisoft teams, they work on like Assassin's Creed all the time and, and all that sort of stuff. So, um, and they helped out a lot with, with, with Black Flag, like I said, the water, Mr. Water. Um, but yeah. yeah, didn't get a whole lot. We did like a, we did a bit of tour, uh, tour the day we had free, but otherwise, um, they offered me to, to stay longer, but I had to get back for the weekend. So, um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Hmm. Um, yeah, there you go. Skull and Bones. That's that's going to be out really early next year in February. Um, I guess keep an eye out. We'll, we'll jump in and, and talk about it more then. Um, if you're interested, jump onto um, the Skull and Bones website. You can sign up for the uh, the closed beta, which will run for, uh, for this weekend. Um, yeah, and check it out. Cool. There you go. Nice. All right. What else do we have here? Ready or not? Uh, I, I am ready. Okay. Uh, yes. Ready or not. Hit 1.0 today. Yep. We were playing it. Uh, it's insane. Uh, I played a bunch of uh, rounds with the AI, uh, which was what they were touting as their big new addition to 1.0. I yep. am underwhelmed, uh, but uh, in terms of like playing it with uh, Luke in co-op, uh, it was um, a lot of fun, and uh, it's cool. We played we played it ages ago. I can't even fucking remember when we last yep. played it. But so wait, what were the changes ago. supposed to be on this AI? What was so the-, the main one was the AI. Yep. Uh, but a lot of like quality of life shit, uh, where it would like now will, uh, like you used to have to roll around and like secure everyone and do all that kind of shit, but it can do a lot of that stuff for you now. Uh, you get extra points if you do some of it, but some of it isn't necessary. Um, so basically, yeah, uh, command or or what do they call it? Talk, I guess. Uh, we'll send in the wagons, and and they'll like sort of um, deal with a lot of the like garbage shit for you, um, like the the busy work. Uh, so that's that's good. Uh, the other major thing is. Um, when you're playing in the single player mode, uh, there's like a whole like team management element. Uh, so you've got to like manage your teammates pretty specifically, pretty well. Um, cause if you make mistakes while you're on mission, then they can, uh, they get stressed and, uh, they'll like need to take time off. And see the shrink to lower their stress, mm. and uh, that can complicate things pretty heavily. I don't think it's executed as well as it could be. Um, I had some dudes who were at high stress, and then I accidentally blapped a civilian, and that took them over the limit. But you can only have three people in psych at once. Will they just uh, start shooting people? No, no, they quit. The force. They quit. Yep. Right. They quit the police force. Well, maybe uh, they shouldn't have been in there in the first place. 
Maybe not. If they don't want to see uh, a SWAT member accidentally murder a civilian, I uh, guess they're not cut out for policing. Uh, but uh, the problem is it doesn't, like, there's no there's no meaningful impact, like, that meaningful, like, change, no right, to why. them quitting. Yeah. You just fucking hire another fucking cop. They're, like, they do sort of upgrade. Yeah. They have these, like, skills that they can upgrade, but they don't fucking matter uh, most of the time. Um, it's, yeah, it's mostly just like, I don't know, for role play reasons, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'll tell you what though, whenever I lost Ding back in Rainbow oh, yeah. Six Siege, Reset. just restart. Reload, yeah. reload. And Timothy Hanley. <laughs> Those two, they had to stay. Um, but yeah, in this, yeah, I don't, I, I just don't give a shit, uh, about any of these guys. Uh, they don't really matter. Um, there's not enough personality. The AI update was supposed to make it so that they're a lot smarter about how they do things. I have not seen that in action, uh, personally. Um, one of the things that they were touting in the big reveal video about the AI was that they would move out of your way when you aim down sights and they were in the line of fire. Uh -huh. They would automatically move out of the way. That's absolutely not the case. Uh, they regularly stand in fucking doorways and won't move the fuck out of the way. And then I aim my gun at them and they still don't move the fuck out of the way. Uh, so that's frustrating as hell. Um, I had one, I was, I was doing, you know, that, uh, the house mission with the tunnels that yep. you had to complete about a quarter of on your own. Um, yep. like at one point, one of my team members, just would not leave us this set of stairs, just refused to stop. He was just covering the bottom of this set of stairs and would not fucking move away from it. But if you tell them to stack up, breach bang, clear a room, um, they won't do it until all of them can stack up. So I had to basically work out which, if he was blue or red, and I had to basically only tell red to breach and clear rooms because he was stuck. At the, like half of the blue team was stuck at the bottom of the stairs and he wasn't injured or anything. He just fucking wouldn't move. It was very annoying. So that was that was not great. Um, but outside of that, like I'm, I'm very impressed by this update. Like I think if you're playing with other people, you don't have AI with you anyway. Mm -hmm. And the amount of maps that are available and the... The detail in these maps and the size of these maps is just fucking bonkers, man. Um, it's and it's absolutely scratching that SWAT four itch. Uh, so yeah, we were playing co-op, and first mission, fucking bingo bango, easy as you like it. Don't worry about it. Uh, and Lukey's like, got the wrong fucking idea about this game. He's like, yeah, okay, well, it's pretty fucking easy. Because uh, we, we just walked in, fucking arrested some cunts, and then walked out again. Second mission. Holy shit. How many times will we have to do that? Like fucking eight, nine? Which one was that? The fucking going up the stairs with the courtyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. We kept getting blapped going up the steps. Couldn't with see two anyone. people, you don't have enough people to like have someone moving up the stairs while someone else is covering the fucking... Like balcony above, you need at least three, I think, right? Because then you can have 
the the two move into the stairwell and move up to the level above one can cover this the level above that the third level the second one can then cover the current the the second level and then the dude on the bottom floor who was covering the second level can move up like you need that fucking staggered shit but we just didn't have it and so yeah it was just fucking brutal man we were just getting fucking rinsed from fucking every direction all the fucking time it was fucking bonkers yep um so yeah uh it was like a welcome to, welcome to ready or not uh, that level uh we were getting fucked yeah. uh and because it's random elements, like it changes mm. placements each time or like doors will be locked that weren't before or like booby trapped. We would trapped. we would stand there and we'd walk up these stairs and be like, oh, no one's here. And then fucking there's three other guys on the next floor that start shooting us from yeah. the second floor and like someone would run through a, a door on the second floor and start and you're like, oh my, okay, fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was good. It was good, mm. and then uh, what was the was the one after that? Uh, was it the house? Oh yeah, it was the house. Yeah, and that was brutal because Luke didn't bring a fucking flashlight, and it was at night. <laughs> uh, so it should tell you what, like, I don't know the environment you're about to go in. Sure, because I don't see anything. It's just like we're going in. All right, fair yeah. enough. Oh, it's yeah. a nighttime mission. Cool. You don't get like a briefing or anything, uh, yeah, which is weird. You do in single player, but you don't in co-op. It's just like, okay. you know what you're doing, bitch. Yeah. Fucking go on. Why are um, you in co-op for? Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking, I, I just think you should put a flashlight on one of your fucking weapons. That's all you have yeah. to do. Okay. Well, I didn't know this. I was just like, put it on point, your flashlight, uh, on your fucking pistol or something. And then you can just yeah. walk around with that at least. Good God. So we're, we're in this house. It's pitch black. <laughs> and the only way I can see is by Joe pointing his flashlight anywhere. <laughs> and so I'm just aiming wherever he's aiming. <laughs> and then and then three quarters of the way through on our like second attempt, was it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I get I get fucking capped. But this is a like it's it's not just one house, it's technically two houses. Plus a tunnel system. And so it's a fucking huge map. I just didn't want to restart. We would have had to do it all again, right? Like <laughs> it's it's so sprawled out. And so yeah. Luke just finishes it, but he doesn't have a fucking flashlight and he can't pick up my gun, which has a flashlight on it. So he just has to do it in the fucking dark. The end of that fucking level, I'm watching, I'm spectating. And the spectating camera is on like a GoPro mount or some shit for whatever fucking reason. Uh, so I can't really see. Cam. Yeah, it's yeah helmet cam. Uh, it's not actually, you're not spectating through Luke's eyes or anything. It's it's a camera. Um, and yeah, Luke Luke's walking through these fucking, these tunnels. And all I can see is like the flashes of gunfire. And then Luke just is dropping these cunts. I can't see any of what he's fucking shooting at. He's just dropping cunts in the dark. Like he's fucking daredevil with a gun or some shit. It's fucking bananas. Uh, and then he wraps it up and it's like, all right, we're done. And I'm like, how the fuck did we get away with that? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah I mean, I like that also there's a like a helmet cam that you can chuck up on your view 
I mm. think this goes back to like one of the old Rainbow games. You could do this no, as well. No, it was in SWAT 4. Oh, it was in SWAT as well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can see like the people on your team, but you can also, if you're in like a, a squad, you can alternate between them as well and see yeah. what they're seeing. But because it's just you and I, I can have that on my, you know, it's a pop-up in the corner of my screen and I can see what you're looking at. And so if we're like, trying to clear a hallway i can be like oh job's looking behind me that's fine like i don't have to turn around and see what job's doing yeah i can see what he's doing or if he starts like shooting at someone i can just look at the screen and be like oh, okay it's someone over there it's not in front of us or like it's, it's so i think it's, it's me. so smart <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's me <laughs> the there was there was one incident but i didn't hit you i didn't hit you i managed <laughs> yeah. to fucking work out it was you and in the last second and fucking snatch the gun away but shit it was close yeah because that's the thing right is you, you're you're getting a grading as you're going through and you mm. need to like do call outs and only you're only allowed to shoot people if they are trying to shoot you or if they raise a weapon if they're surrendering you lose points for shooting them and so you have to be like visually aware of what is going on in your surroundings but also um like very pointedly aware of uh you gotta have like yeah. great peripheral vision yeah but also a laser fucking focus yeah because we've had point we, there were points where we've told people to get down and I, I saw we both saw this happen at the same time but like he got on the ground and was sitting there and then like pulled a pistol from his back yeah and we were like what the fuck yeah or we were playing that hospital level and this dude is wearing like uh oh, yeah like scrubs like doctors. Yeah. yeah and he's like don't shoot don't shoot uh i'm, I'm a doctor i'm a doctor and he, then like he gets on the ground and then like legit like i'm look i'm like okay fair enough and i'm like looking past him and yeah. then yeah he just drew like he missed with his first shot otherwise i was fucking dead i was like half a fucking meter away from him and he, yeah, and I'm like, fuck, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. I fucking emptied into that cunt. Like, because <laughs> uh -huh. I was, because there was a really narrow, there was something in the way in that like hallway. And mm. so I couldn't get past you because we were trying to clear the right, but I could see him. And then so I start yelling, like, gun, gun, gun. Oh. But because I can't shoot because you're yeah, in front of me, but I can night. see yeah. him, I can see him moving. Yeah. And then we cleaned him up. Mm. Yeah. That sort of stuff is, is, um, you know it's really cool because it makes you have to like be aware of what is going on in your surroundings yeah because um, like he could literally just hit you and you're done it's because it's can sometimes be two two shots and you're pretty cooked um depending on where they hit you yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's it's very much a game where like you can get dropped in one one shot uh and at the but at the same time yeah sometimes like there have been some rounds where I've, I must have been shot like a fucking two dozen times, mm. and still somehow been going. I, I couldn't kick in doors, but I was still fucking moving. You know, like <laughs> yeah. at some point you got the ability to kick doors in, but uh, if your legs are damaged, you yeah. your legs Things become like too damaged to kick anything, which is pretty funny. Yeah, you try to kick a door in at one point. I'm like, the door's unlocked. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like kicking it, kicking it, <laughs> kicking it. Luke walks up and opens the door. And I'm like, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah. 
And then but, people are like bullet penning as well, shooting oh, yeah. walls. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, what is going on? <laughs> That's 90% of how I fuck up our grade as well. Is because I'm the I've got the the door wand, uh, the mirror that you stick under the door so you can see, uh, mm. and I'll like look under and there's a dude on the other side of the door, and I'll like just draw my weapon, yell out "Police hands up!" and then I will just pump a couple of rounds into the door, <laughs> and then you hear the plump on the other side of the door, and you're like, "All right, well that- he's safe. <gasps> Open the door." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, it's good. Like it's it's a lot of fun. I'd love to get a full. I think we can have five. Uh, mm. Five stack. I think that'd be. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But even yeah. just yeah. one more person would be really fucking helpful. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just we're just having a bit of a struggle in some of those rounds with just the two of us. Yeah, because sometimes like. That you'll start a fight and they'll just leave. I don't know where they it's go. They just like they open off. a door and go, and you're like, "All right." And you look in the hallway, and there's like five doors there. And you're like, "Where the fuck did they go?" Yeah. And so all of a sudden, you're having to like clear every single room out and not sure where these people are, where they're hiding, and yeah, it's very stressful. <laughs> I think SWAT used to have like door jams. They've got them in this, yeah. Oh, do you? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You can jam a door. Right. Um, Maybe see if we had an extra person, we could probably bring that shit. But we kind of mm. need what we've got—the breaching shotgun and the and the door wand. Oh, right. I guess we'd have like debt. We'd have like breaching C four. We could probably use that instead of the breaching shotgun or something. I don't know. Take more flashbangs. I feel like we need more flashbangs. Fuck them. We so badly need more flashbangs. Uh, yeah. You get two flashbangs and a stinger grenade, right? And the stinger grenade seems to do absolutely nothing. I wonder if I can swap that out for another fucking flashbang. Mm. That'd be good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway. All right. Well, that's ready or not. It's uh, done pretty well for them. It peaked today uh, on release of 51,000 on Steam. Yeah, right. Which is pretty good for a, um, you know, a quite a, I'd call it a niche game. Um, yeah. You don't see a lot of these really out there anymore no uh and it's reviewed pretty well so i'm I'm keen to see how this one uh evolves as it's going on like what they're gonna do there was there Uh, was a moment when we were playing that reminded me of uh that that idea i had uh you were like we dropped we dropped a dude and we were certain he had a gun (laughs) But we couldn't find the gun for the lifers. And you <laughs> yeah. were like, I'll just drop my gun next to him. And we'll yeah. call it I'll that. just drop my pistol. <laughs> <laughs> but it reminded me of that idea I had where, like, you take this kind of game and marry it with, like, the shield, where, like, you're trying to, like, steal the evidence, steal, like, the, the coke and plant guns on dudes to make it a legal killing and shit like that, <laughs> like, in fucking Street Kings or some shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be a really good. Or was that there was that other guy that we were in the hospital and we thought we shot him. We couldn't find the body, but we killed someone else. So he must have got back up. He got back up. Yeah, which is just bonkers. We didn't because right? we didn't um, restrain him. I guess. Oh, because we were clearing out the rest of the fucking room. Some of these rooms are so fucking big, and there's only two of you. So like you, you're trying to clear everywhere, right? 
And I'm like, I'm going left, you're going right. And there's still like fucking like dozens of meters past. And there's like two more fucking hallways springing off this fucking giant room. And you're like trying to fucking trying to cover the angles of one another as you, as you move up. Plus every door, every fucking which way. And then some motherfucker who should have been shot, shot already gets back up. Uh, yeah. Bonkers. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, yep. That's ready or not. It's uh, available now. Um, yeah. you can check it out. I nearly bought it today and I was like, I'm pretty sure I've got it. <laughs> Gold. Yeah. It was, it was quite cheap. It was like 60 something bucks. Um, all right. Uh, the last game we've got here is Tekken 8, which is a, a preview both you and I went to. Hmm. Um, I, I'd say you and I both grew up playing Tekken. I, yeah. I certainly played a, a, a bit on the PlayStation 2, uh, Tekken Tag. Tag, yeah. yeah. Um, I, but I played the original and 2 quite a bit uh, on the original PlayStation. Uh, right. Yeah. They were the... They were the like they were the cool 3D fighter. Tekken was the cool 3D fighter because there was Virtual Fighter. Mm. It was kind of dorky. Yeah. And there was Battle Arena to Shinden, which was extremely dorky, but fun. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Tekken and there was like no ring out shit. There was none of that stuff. It was just fucking badass. There was a character based on fucking Jackie Chan. Like, fucking bruce lee and was a fucking lucha libro fucking wrestler with a jaguar mask and shit yeah it was fucking cool it was a cool a kangaroo. game um yeah yeah so I, I i i guess for me like i played a bunch of like mortal kombat and street fighter yeah. and it wasn't until playstation 2 because it was a launch game and i remember getting tekken tag yeah um for the PlayStation 2. And so yeah. that's my sort of first introduction to, to Tekken. Mm. And then uh, I played a, like a ton of Tekken, Tekken Tag. Um, I played a, a bunch of Tekken Bowling, Tekken Bowl, I think it was called. Um, right. And then over the years, like uh, I haven't really played a, it's not the type of game where I jumped in and was like, I'm going to play some Tekken. It was kind of like, most of the time it was at your place. Like we would play before a podcast or something like that. Yeah whenever a new tech and rolled around. Um, so I wouldn't call myself like a, um, you know, I jump in there whenever, it's not like Mortal Kombat. Whenever a new Mortal Kombat comes out, I jump in and play a, a, a bucket load of it. Yeah. Or like Street Fighter. Mm. Um, but I, I divulge in Tekken whenever it sort of is is around. I don't dislike Tekken. <laughs> you don't dislike, yeah, right, yeah. And like, I mean, you're not very good at it, so... Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Job spinning lies. You're not very good at it, so uh, it makes sense. Like, it, it, that tracks for me, you know? Like, it's yeah. not it's not really your forte. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Which part? The part where I beat you, like, seven games straight? Seven Is that the part? games. Seven it was, games. It was like seven games straight. And you were Not like, I want to play. close to seven games. I want to play volleyball. Was, I, was I like, think it was okay. two games. You insisted we play volleyball. 
because I was on a winning streak and you wanted to stop that. But I also whooped your ass at fucking <laughs> Tekken Ball. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I had a, a rough start because I, I couldn't remember the essence of Tekken. Mm. Um, the because like every every fighting game has like different sort of uh, quirks. You interact with it, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, they they you gotta like adjust to the quirks each time. To yeah, like. Um, like some games you don't need to block, some games you press a button to block. Uh some games you just hold back or down back or whatever. Uh mm. and yeah, you just got you gotta like remember how to defend yourself because otherwise you sort of just mashing buttons at people and so yeah, it took a it took a while for me to get back into the swing of things. Um but yeah, we started by playing single player, and I played through the story. The story's mm. fucking insanity, like batshit insane. It's nonsense. It's completely nonsense. fucking bonkers. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. Yeah. It, it, it's gibberish, um, and it just like continue keeps going, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Are we on a submarine now? Like, <laughs> isn't this a fighting game? Um, yeah, so it's just bananas. Uh, and like, (laughs) but it's, it's, it's endearing because it's, it's, there's a level of sincerity. It's, it's weird, right? The level of sincerity that Tekken 8 has in its story is the same level of sincerity that Avatar has to its story. And they're both inherently silly. And yet, Tekken 8, I'm like, yeah, all right. This is fucking crazy shit, but I am digging it. Hmm. And Avatar, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Why are you still yapping? Nobody gives a fuck about your stupid blue person problems. This is That's every game, though. You say that for every uh, game this year. It is, it, is a, it is a lot of games, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I usually don't mention the color of their skin. Right. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. It's a racist uh, thing. It's not a racist thing is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, in Tekken I'm like, this, yeah, I, but I can't, I can't drag my eyes away. I can't, my attention is locked in for this uh, complete insanity. And so, yeah, that was, that was something else. Uh, everyone talks in their own native language. So yeah, they all like, understand each other, and they all and yeah, someone will be talking in French, and then someone's talking in Italian, and then someone's talking in Japanese, and like there's no fucking pauses or for fucking everything. Like it's just that's that's just that's just how language works in this fucking in this world. Like people just not understand meeting, I suppose. Yeah. Or there's like a universal translator somewhere, or like there's Star that. Trek. Yeah, and it's embedded in their ear or some shit. Uh, but yeah. It's it's bananas. Um, right. So I played through that. Uh, it was fine. Uh, but what gripped me was Arcade Quest. Uh, I think that's really cool. Um, I'd love to know what? if they they hey what uh, no. Kiga. I was just gonna Can say I'd love to know if they did it because of Street Fighter Five. They couldn't have turned that around so quick, right? That's what I'm thinking, right? Like, 
Uh, yeah, surely not. But, but it, I'm thinking the same thing you are. Like, how? Like, is there some other game that they're both ripping off? Like, what happens here? How did that it, happen so quick? It, it is, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, it's it's weird. It's odd. Um, I think that obviously Street Fighter is, I think, more fleshed out because you're actually like in a world. Yeah. But they're both very similar in terms of like an arcadey quest thing. Yeah. Like, and, and going around, like, in Arcade Quest in Tekken, you're challenging people to play Tekken. Uh, so it's a little bit different in that sense because in Street Fighter, you're, you're just having street fights. Fighting uh, grandma on the street. Yeah, exactly. Or someone with a paper bag on their head or some shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's a little bit different in that sense. But like, uh, yeah, Arcade Quest goes all out teaching you how to play Tekken. And I think it's fucking fantastic. Like it really goes balls deep to try to explain the ins and outs of how you play, how to play a fighting game. And I think that's really cool, right? Because, yeah, it just doesn't happen very often, except that it's happened a fuck ton this year. Yeah. Right? Like it's been pretty common this year. Because Street Fighter did it as well, right? Like Street Fighter went all in trying to explain that shit as well. Mm -hmm. I, I find that extremely interesting. Um, well, because they're at a point where like that, it's such a, again, back to like, it's a very niche game. Like they're trying to bring more people into it. Um, yeah. To, to make it a bit more accessible, right? And so their way of doing that is by being able to teach people better, but also... Another layer is by making it, I don't know how you, like cutesy is the way I'd call it. Like yeah. the actual aesthetic of it. That's not what I think of when I think of like the people in the fighting game community, like fucking Evo players and like, yeah. and that is so detracted from that audience. Yeah. So that's what makes me think like they're trying to grab a different demographic to, to bring them in. Yep. to play this sort of stuff the next and, generation and of fighting them. game players yeah 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 well, that um, makes sense yeah uh, and so it's it's very um, you're sort of like going to arcades and, and beating people leveling up you're unlocking rewards to customize yourself I made myself like a little Hulk character you had like yep. green skin and purple pants um, and you go around and like start fights with people um, yeah not like physically, but there is an a, a, a arch nemesis or some sort of yeah villain story arc going, but I'm sure they would be best friends by the end of it. Um, huh. Yeah. To respect anyway, each other through arcade fights. Yeah, but I think that like it is a good way to introduce players to the fighting style and, and to sort of extend the single player experience of the game as well, rather than just having like a story mode. Um, because I don't know about you, but like that start of that story mode was not fucking easy. I definitely uh, no. failed a couple times. Yeah, um, absolutely. And was like, I, went, I guess I'm going to have to. And it was just that first fight. Once we got past the first fight, it was fine. Yeah. Yep. But there was like four, five waves to the first fight. Yeah. And each one got incrementally harder to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm actually have to fucking block some of these hits and use <laughs> special moves in the appropriate yeah. times. Um, yeah. So it's probably a good way to like introduce other players to, to that game. But um, 
yeah i just i also don't know i guess we'll see how detailed it is compared to street fighter or whether it is like a direct copy something they bang together real quickly um yeah yeah well i mean you've got like there's there's all that ghost artist stuff which is very cool it's sort of like the forza driver tire style thing Mm. uh where it's learning how you fight yeah and uh developing a ghost based on your fighting habits Mm -hmm. uh i said in my preview on stevivore uh but i really want to i want to do the go down the wimplow routes from um kung fury okay uh you know uh we trained him wrong as a joke, you know, face to foot style. How'd you like it? Like just make the world's worst ghost. Uh, just teach it all the worst fucking habits and uh, see how that goes. Whip kicks. Hey. Just like kick in the feet the entire time. Oh, yeah. Well, only kicks. So. No. What, what was that? Didn't we have a fight where I just, all I did over and over again was like- yeah, press square, yeah, and I just and I couldn't get out of it with one character. This one character couldn't get out of it. This one fucking yeah. There was like a frame where I could get out of this fucking thing, and no matter yeah. what I pressed, <laughs> I'm sitting there bashing the buttons and like nothing. It was incredible, and it was like literally from, like from the fucking start of the round, I just had to press square, 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 square. It was fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. That was pretty funny. That was really one of above. one of my me- very many wins, my many many wins. Because after we played mm. through the single player stuff, we switched it up, played some versus mode. Uh, I taught Lukey about the chain king's chain throw technique, uh, and he didn't love it. Did you? Did you? When was that? When king? Oh, the dude with the sword. No, uh, you didn't like that either. But uh, no. Well, yeah, you had to go to this after I beat you six in a row, and you were like, "Oh, I'm trying to bring out the guy with the sword." And I'm like, "This isn't a fair fight." I know it's some like thing I've never played before. Um, spin move, Yoshimitsu. No, King is the dude with the dragon mask, and yeah, I did yeah. that throw, and then got you in the next throw, and then I got you in the next throw, and then I couldn't do the entire chain throw because you didn't have enough health to live right but it was comedy uh so yeah that was pretty that was pretty good um yeah i don't know it was fun like i had a lot of fun doing that shit um yeah i uh i think i think it's shaping up pretty good Mm -hmm. like i think it's like the amount of work they're putting into teach players how to play the amount of uh like content there is if you if you just want to play on your own there's a lot going on that you can do like arcade quest this completely batshit story uh like you got, yeah ghosts you can download ghosts from other fucking like players and stuff so you can theoretically train against like the best players in the world um by downloading their ghosts if they're available obviously sure yeah. uh like there's that's fucking sick man like i, I think there's a lot to like about it. Uh, yeah. Yeesh. Yeah, it's cool. Um, do you want to say anything about Tekken, uh, uh, Tekken Ball? At all? Uh, it's, 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 it's a Tekken fun little mini game. Yeah. Yeah, you, you kick the ball. The, you got to fucking 
get it to land on their side to do damage. Uh, yep. Luke was only able to win any of the rounds of it by like timing out and then fucking playing like a chicken shit and standing as far back as possible so that he could like bounce the ball back and like waste <laughs> as much time as, as he could. It's the only oh, yeah. way he managed to do anything. Uh, it, was, it was like truly just uh, undignified is how I describe it. Uh, undignified of you. But uh, you did very eke convenient out a couple of You deleted of all of my videos of this. I very deleted convenient. all your videos. Horseshit. They were, we were on your machine and somehow and all of the fucking, all of the recordings of our versus games were, were corrupted. Uh, well, the very world doesn't want to see you losing over. And I over cannot believe. I mince you. You, I, I am one hundred percent. I am convinced that you <laughs> donned your fucking splinter cell fucking mask and snuck into the fucking Bandai Namco offices so you could fucking wipe the hard drive of that PlayStation <laughs> to stop that footage from ever getting out. It was a full-blown special ops fucking effort to stop me, to stop me, my true greatness from being out there. I felt bad because um, we there was a third person in the uh, in the room, mm -hmm. um, and I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Elliot uh, was it? Elliot? I think it was Elliot, uh, and. He we were just being noisy. We were being so noisy. <laughs> and I think our trash talk was uh it was it was maybe a little bit intimidating because he didn't want to come over and uh and join in on the versus action. because <laughs> uh, we were pretty aggressive. Um but yeah, I felt like I felt like we should have asked him to come join us, you know? Yeah. Uh because he clearly wasn't gonna ask to join on his own and uh yeah i don't know i don't know i'm sure i could have toned down the, the trash talk a little bit uh when it wasn't you also you might have beaten me which would have been just terrible so hmm. maybe it's better we didn't play against him anyway uh Tekken 8 yeah i had a lot of fun uh it's just yeah i think they've they're onto something with that one like yeah, I'm keen to check it out more. When is it out? Keen to taking a look. Taking a look. <laughs> is there a fucking release date? 26th of January. Fucking January's kind of stacked, eh? Yeah. January 2024. Yeah. It's got some games. It's got some fucking games, mate. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's the uh, the big the big boys for this week. A lot of games. Um. Mm. We got some news. Let's kick things off with the big news. Maybe oh some God. of the biggest of the year. Fuck Grand God. Theft Auto 6. We got our first look mm. at what Rockstar has been cooking for the last couple of years. Um, let's talk about what happened first, though, because this did not go to Rockstar's plan. Rockstar is having <laughs> a bad time with uh, the release of their GTA content. Obviously, yeah. with the leaks... Um, earlier on with gameplay and assets and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, last week we talked about how uh, I, I guess we were going to be seeing a, a, a GTA trailer at some point. Um, turns out that date was the uh, the 5th, so just before 
the game awards so we're pretty yeah. i think we're right on that one right with it um yeah yeah not showing up we, at game awards we called that it would be before yeah yeah um what we didn't call was it to be a day before they were supposed to release it <laughs> uh because the trailer somehow uh leaked online um in a, in a, a bad quality not a great quality had yeah. a giant bitcoin like logo buy bitcoin over the, the front of it um that started to spread pretty quickly uh at which point the uh the video got taken down and to their credit i think rockstar handled this perfectly they just dropped their trailer yep. they they didn't wait they i got a i got a message from uh, you probably got the same one right from from rockstar being like the trailer will be out in yep. t- this time and then literally by the time i clicked that link the trailer was up yeah um so there was obviously a, a bunch of communication happening behind the scenes at rockstar because this was happening i think it was it was really early in the morning for us so it would have been like uh evening for the u.s um so obviously a decision was made to just push the trailer out yeah and so yeah that thing went live uh a, a day before um it delivered i think it delivered that thing looks yeah. sick i think yeah it looks fucking fantastic uh it's got me hella hyped um i i wish it was clearer what was uh what was gameplay sure um i mean it's all in engine it's, it's all in engine yeah uh, some of it is apparently gameplay but yeah very unclear what was mm-hmm. what was and what wasn't so i wish i i there were, i had a bit more visibility on that but uh yeah it doesn't like it, it's not that big a deal because it, it yeah it looks fantastic either way uh it looks fucking yeah gorgeous uh and yeah it's vice city uh present day present day yeah yeah um and it's not coming to pc immediately in 2025 yeah sort of expected i think they do i mean the rockstar is going to sell that thing twice that's it they know what they're doing yeah yeah exactly i'm going to buy it twice it's interesting you're going to buy it twice oh 100 (laughs) it's interesting though that they they like hired the devs behind GTA RP, hmm. uh, but like uh, surely none of that work will be in the console version. There's not going to be like RP servers on the console, right? Maybe that'd be crazy. The that'd rumor is that that's what right? GTA Online is like. The next iteration is all uh, like built RP from stuff. the ground up as RP. Yeah, that would be bonkers, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just said it, right? I don't think this is the biggest surprise. 2015. 20 what? 15. Oh, sorry. 2025. <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah. sort of wasn't expecting that. No, me neither. Uh, I still think it's going to be May. It's just going to be May 2025 now. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be early. Uh, it's first half of the year. Yeah. I think this just gives them breathing room to, to make sure that's what it is everything is polished yeah including if they want to drop gta whatever the next online thing is 
you know, either, I don't know if they'll do it at the same time, but maybe like stagger it a month out, um, that sort of thing. So yeah, it's, um, still, I, I thought it was going to be rockstar usually does like very short <laughs> reveals and releases. So this is something new. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe their hands were just sort of forced with all the leaks and all that sort of stuff as well. We, we don't know. Um, anyway, it looks really good. I'm sure we'll uh, hear more about that at some point. Um, yep. And let's wrap things up. The Game Awards, they kicked off. Um, did you watch them? How did, I did watch did you, them, yeah. Did you watch them? Okay, cool. Um, I watched them as well. Cool. I think I watched them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's kick off. What do we want to do first? Let's talk about some of the announcements, I guess. Sure. Um, any anything that stood out to you in terms of new games that were coming out? Stuff. There were a few things that had dates. Um, I think the one that came from, I guess, a bit of surprise to people is like God of War uh, Ragnarok Valhalla, which came out today. Yep. Uh, free yeah. DLC. Yep. I haven't had a chance to to get a, uh, a look into it, but it sounds really cool, like some sort of roguelite. Yeah with maybe a bit more fleshed out sort of what I'm hearing at this point. Um, I don't know. You, I, you're uh, not really into that, so. I liked No, you God said you War. hated God of War. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, I think you called I like it God likes, so. 3 out of 10. Um, yeah. Uh, but I haven't I haven't played it. I was too busy playing Ready or Not with you, so. Right. Uh, it's a, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um I there was the the Goose Game people, mm-hmm. uh, Untitled Goose Game team. Um, Looks super different. Big Walk. Hmm. Um, what are you an ant or something? I couldn't. I can't remember. Like a a weird, I don't know, weird little bird person, I guess. Okay. Uh, and but like in these photo realistic environments, and it looks like it's probably like a cooperative puzzle solver. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, intriguing. I thought the biggest surprise for me, uh, the one that shocked me, was Blade. Yeah. Uh, from Arcane Lion. Uh, they brought Arcane out and then like, oh, yeah, vampire game. I'm like... Uh... Redfall 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's, a, that's a swing. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's Blade, which uh, mm. yeah, fuck yeah, sounds awesome. Um, Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? The No Man's Sky team, Hello Games, and they're making Valheim, I guess. Uh, With some about? big ambitions, didn't learn the first time. Fucking hell! <laughs> it's like Sean, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? Right, like <laughs> we're making you- the world. Have you have you discovered some way to turn Just shut up hate mail into fucking energy or something like <laughs> yeah yeah um, light no fire that one is it looks cool though mm. uh, I can't really all the animations looks really slick as well like nothing else is really like that I can remember really standing out to me I think those were the big ones for me yep. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about fuck. Why not Kojima? Well, I, I'm. Yeah, and obviously this got a bunch of flack on the internet. Um, yep. 
in relation to developers not getting a lot of time to talk yeah. to, to do their thanks um, yeah. during their award speeches and then giving someone like Kojima like a bunch of time to talk about a game that they didn't show anything of. Yeah. And him just talking on stage. Like, yeah, I get you guys are friends, but this needs to stop. Yeah. I did. I don't, I don't I, like, I don't know what that game is that they showed. I didn't get anything out of it. <clears throat> I'm guessing, uh, PT. Yeah. That, that's what the, more people sort of get, but like them showing a bunch of actors because of course he needed to flog some actors on stage because yeah. he's friends with everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's all it was just them and like them in a, you know, in a bunch of mocap stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That was, that was a huge waste of time. Um, like, uh, get out's really good, but Jordan Peele, is not a master of horror in my opinion. Uh like, I don't know. He made he's made one good horror film mm. so far and two fairly average ones. Um Do you watch Twilight Zone? I watched like one episode. I did not right. think it was doing so well. Um but yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that that whole thing was bad. Not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand why people were upset about that. I don't understand why people were upset in general. I think at this point I've come to accept the Game Awards as for what they are. Uh, the reason that they're able to put the spectacle together is because of the marketing mm-hmm. uh, spend. So you kind of have to fucking uh, deal with it. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is what it is. People wouldn't watch a legitimate game awards where it was just the awards and every person who got an award got two minutes to, to thank everyone. Nobody would watch it. Right. Like yeah. that's just, that's just reality. Uh, nobody would watch that. So yeah. People uh, would watch it, but not, not the numbers that these guys are pulling. Not a hundred no. million people. <laughs> no. Yeah, pe- people would watch it, but, but like, it'd be like the Golden Joystick Awards or the BAFTAs or whatever. Yeah. Like those yeah, those awards exist, and they don't pull those numbers. So, yeah, um, it's it is yeah. That's just how it goes, unfortunately. Um, yep. That said, uh, yep, Baldur's Gate three won Game of the Year. Player's Choice, I think it was. Player's uh, Choice. Player's Voice. Player's yeah. Voice. Same thing. Uh, whatever. Um, Sorry, just before before you wrap up, um, oh yeah. Monster Hunter Wilds was their their big finale, right? Uh, did that do anything for you? No, I don't like Monster no. Hunter. I mean, it looked fine, but I was sort of not a big Monster Hunter person, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good that there's a new Monster Hunter coming out, and what looks to be next, you know, the the PlayStation slash Xbox PC. That's not a Nintendo game, um, which is nice, but yeah, yep. I guess we'll wait and see. Um, all right, so they did play his voice. What else was there? Uh, what the big ones? I got a list. Game of the Year, Game Direction, Alan Wake 2 won that one. Uh, best Narrative, 
Alan Wake 2 won that one somehow. Uh, best Art Direction, Alan Wake 2 won that one somehow. Um, this is the best looking game. What are you talking about? You're an insane. You're best score in music was Final Fantasy 16. Should best audio design was Hi-Fi Rush. Should have been Alan Wake 2. <laughs> best performance was Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, uh, that's... Yep. Uh, best independent game was not Dave the Diver. Mm-hmm. It was Sea of Stars. Uh, best yep. debut indie game was Cocoon. The, should have been Dredge. Uh, Dredge was robbed. Best community support, Baldur's Gate 3. Best ongoing game was Cyberpunk 2077. What does community support mean? What, what is that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and why is Destiny in there? <laughs> you just fire a bunch of their community right. team? Yeah. Holy shit. That's crazy. Best action game was Armored Core 6. Blech. Yeah. Uh, best action adventure game was the Tears of the Kingdom. Not best action game, best action adventure game. Good distinction. Best role playing game was Baldur's Gate 3. Fighting yeah. game was Street Fighter 6. Best family game, yeah. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah, I've been playing a bunch of that more. It's very good. Best sports slash racing game, Forza Motorsports. Uh, okay. It's it's good when they're combined because a racing game can win it. Uh, best multiplayer game was Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's a weird one. Uh, I think people just didn't want any of the other ones to win. Street Fighter 6. Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Party Animals, or Diablo 4. Innovation in accessibility was Forza Motorsport. Um, best adaptation, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I remember that. I think that's all. Oh, most anticipated game between Tekken right. 8, Star Wars Outlaws, uh, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Hades mm. 2 and Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth 1. Inexplicable. Mm. Uh, and yeah, that's all the awards. Okay. Uh, that cool. I, I care about. Yep. Uh, I've just been invited to the Skull and Bones closed beta. Cool. Uh, I'll do pirate so stuff. I already. I'm, I've never been a pirate before. Okay. Yeah. I don't usually An internet pirate, pirate. Anything. That's not what I said, Luke. Anyway. Um, any any highlights? Uh, there was... Um, all right. Well, what do you think about this? The flack that Christopher Judge got for his Call of Duty dig. Stupid. I, th- I thought... You thought the flack was stupid. Yep. Yeah, I agree. If you, if you don't want to cop shit for that, then make a better game. Right. Yeah. Did he apologize or anything? I haven't been really running up to date, I don't but think so. I assume, yeah, he, sh- he shouldn't. Fuck. No. Um, it was a joke. Jesus right? Christ. It was a joke, and like. It was a funny joke. It was a funny joke. <laughs> and like, it, it was just a quip. And like, everyone's like, oh, it's disrespectful. But like, also, half of the Call of Duty people responding are like, oh, yeah, I just find it funny because like no God of War game has ever met the metrics that ours has. So who's the real developers? And it's like, all right, 
Well, that seems disrespectful, uh, at least as disrespectful as a single quip about the length of your shitty half-assed fucking uh, single-player campaign. So, mm. Mm, yeah. like, like is, does it only go one way or what? Yeah, Can't exactly. complain about it being disrespectful and then be disrespectful. Right? If you want to clap back, clap back, but don't fucking try and high road. Fuck that shit. Pick one or the other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, who gives a fuck about metrics? Transformers was the highest grossing film the year it came out as well. That doesn't make it good. Awesome. Well, um <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Uh, what else was there? Um, oh, the they did. Uh, Alan Wake did the um, their musical. Oh, there was a, a performance that played, and they actually came out and did the um, the whole shebang, which was I thought that was super cool. Sam Lake on stage with his big grin, yep. <laughs> looking like a goof. Looking like a goof. Uh, yeah, and I'm. Uh, yeah, they they were sort of teasing the performance from the old gods of Asgard, yep. or the band that plays them, and people were sort of hoping that they'd come out and do the the um the we sing thing. So, if you uh, haven't cool. gotten to that bit in that game, mm-hmm. that entire that would have been f- four minutes. <laughs> that would have been even more incomprehensible than Tekken 8's fucking storyline to you. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. would have a better fucking hope of understanding what's going on in Tekken 8 than what the fuck was happening <laughs> at that point in the Game Awards. You'd be like, what? Yeah. What? 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 Why is he talking? Why is Jake Gyllenhaal dancing on stage? <laughs> it would be very fucking confusing. Yeah, that whole thing was was done really well. Um, and uh, yeah, I I don't know. Like I, it, like you said, it, it's hard because people want it to be like an awards thing, but at the same time, nobody's watching it for the awards thing. They're watching it for the the trailers, right? And so yeah. trying to find that balance. At the same time, I do think it's very like disrespectful to have, you know, the the you've got 30 seconds to do your speech please wrap it up when like they've just won game of the year and you've given fucking eight minutes to kojima yeah to talk about a game that we've not seen any f- i mean that was you know in game whatever you want to call it but it wasn't gameplay or any told us anything about the game he was just him doing his weird shit yeah with his fucking weird um actor mates yeah uh, i'm just over that at that point like that yeah. to me is a disrespectful fuck <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I, don't know. I think that's about it. All right, cool. Should we leave that there? Um, yeah. All right. Do we have any questions? Or are we good to wrap it up? We've been yapping for a long time. I'm talking for a bit. Uh, we don't have any questions, so okay. let us wrap it up. Cool. All right. Um, anything you wanted to plug this week that you got going on, or give a, a shout out to? Uh, I put up that Daisy thing uh, on the gapodcast.com yep. last week. Did I? I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yes. Um. Uh. So yeah, uh, go have a read of that. Go check that out. I think it's. I think it's cool. Uh. And I wrote a blog post on jobyjojo.com. Um. Just to about 
something that's been weighing on my mind. And uh, so, yeah, give that a squeeze. Uh, it's, it should be up by the time this is up, but it's not up yet. I, uh, I didn't hit live because I didn't finish editing it today before we started playing Ready or Not. Um, yeah, so yeah, go give that a squeeze. And I think that's about it. I don't know. What about you, Luke? Um, I'll give this another plug, but go to uh, curecancer.com.au. Check out the um, the giveaway they're doing over there, the nice. game on cancer. You've got probably another five days-ish yeah. if you want to go check that out. Um, we spoke about that a couple of times now, um, but they're, doing, they're taking donations. And uh, if you donate over $50, you can um, go into for a chance to win some gaming prizes, Xboxes and controllers and PCs and accessories and that sort of stuff. Um, so go check that out. It's for a good cause. Uh, curecancer.com.au. Um, yeah, check that out. Yeah, nice. Um, cool. All right, there you go. That's our podcast for this week and this year. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcast from. Uh, the Gap or the GA podcast. If you have a moment, please rate and review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. Um, you can also go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there and we uh, we talk about all sorts of things, video games, movies, books, TV shows, cooking, um, everything. Everything happens. Yeah. Uh, you can also jump into our voice channels where we play games. We've got a bunch of things set up in there. Mm. Um, see what the weekly or the daily thing that's going on is. Uh, jump in and check it out. We've got some, some Christmas break coming up. True. Uh, probably playing a bunch of games in there. Mm. Um, all right. I'll be in Japan. Uh, all right, we'll stop telling people that because that's a that's how you get robbed, Job. That's how ah. you get robbed. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or, or are you going to Japan? Or you, maybe you're like wait, uh, Kevin McAllister. Yeah, you can wait set up the traps. door with a fucking baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, can, it'd right. be a short. It'd be a short film in my Sydney apartment. <laughs> the uh, the old home alone. It'd be over in half a second. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. live in a big place. No. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes, Home Alone would not exist <laughs> these days. No. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, jump in our Discord page. Check that out. Uh, you can go to our website, as I said, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our past episodes, anything else we chuck up, like uh, Job's <clears throat> DayZ content. There was a video that went along with that, right, as well? Yeah, just a little not robbery that I made that I thought yep. was uh, entertaining. Yeah, plus the old uh, friendly gentleman, Bandit Man. Bandit Man. Yep. I just wanted yep. to get to a million views. It's 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 close. You, you got to go do some like SEO stuff on it. Yeah, get but that. like, I can't. I'll take I your tags. And... Yeah, I know. I know. It's yeah. nearly go chuck there. It on the, uh, go chuck it on the, the Daisy Reddit page. Remember this, guys? Yeah. Back in the day. This is nearly, t- this is over 10 years old. Something like that. I tried it. Yep. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's got links to all our uh, everything we do on there. Uh, and that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Uh, you can become a member and get the show a little bit earlier when we're allowed to, which hmm. is not this week because um, we have some embargoes on here. But that's okay. Um, yeah, and we appreciate everyone's support for uh, helping us pay the bills on this we here do. Thank you so podcast. Much. Yeah. Yep. All right, Job, that is it for this year. Um, 
yeah, we'll be back next year. Uh, mm. We'll figure out some, um, some I don't know, game of the year stuff. Yep. Some awards, some pretend awards. And how are we going to make this thing not 12 hours long? Um, True. Yeah, right. That's, that's, it's good <laughs> to have dreams. This is a good starting point. It's good right to have here. dreams. Yep. Today, today, where we knocked out all that shit first. Yeah. Because usually smart. we do that. Yeah. Um, it's helpful. Yeah. We'll tidy things up, make it a bit cleaner. And right. uh, like we said, get some, get a few more people to join us, talk mm. about their favorite experiences of the year. And then we'll, um, we'll, we'll tech and eight each other. We'll fight. We'll have a fight. Oh, yeah. And figure out what the, uh, what our favorite games are. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Anything else? That's it. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy Christmas. Hanukkah. A crazy Kwanzaa. Mm. Tip top tet. Uh, solemn, dignified Ramadan. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for this year. Uh, stay safe. Please look after yourselves and um, have a fantastic end of the year. Mm. Love you. Bye. Bye.